Coming up on this episode of Bro, Do You Even Talk Pinball, we've got new pinball reveals from Spooky, P3. We've also got pinball impressions on Mandalorian, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Rick and Morty. Kevin, what else have we got? We got a review of the one and only Led Zeppelin and a giveaway, so stay tuned to figure out how to enter that. All that and more, right on. The Hollow Notes of Pinball Podcasting, Nick Lane and Kevin Manny of Buffalo Pinball. Whoa, boom shakalaka. Wait, thank you, Tim Gitthrow. I got to turn the mics on and then they work. What's they going are. on, everybody? I'm new to this. It's your boy. <laughs> it's it's your boy, you, Nick Lane. Is that how you Kevin do Manny, YouTube? coming at you. You know what we suck at, Kevin? We never say, hit like and subscribe. Yeah, you got to say that at the beginning. But, and we have to have like a little thing pop up. But you just, but you do. When I watch videos, it does, it does kind of work. You like, do it. Yeah, sometimes. I make a point not to do it because I'm like... You're a jerk. Well, if I like it, if it's somebody I watch a lot, I don't always thumbs up and stuff. And I'm usually not a jerk on a thumbs down thing, so like... Yeah. So if you guys actually like this show and you appreciate what we do, that's something you can do. That's something you can do. And you watch it on YouTube. It helps with the algorithm, right? That's right. Leave a little comment down below. That's the other thing you're supposed to do. Yeah. All right. I think we're good. We'll do one of these again next year. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome to another month of Brody Even Talk Pinball. Uh, We're still in person, doing it live. And we got a lot to talk about this month. We got, you know, Mandalorian impressions. We got some catching up from COVID stuff with uh, TMNT and Rick and Morty. We're going to review Led Zeppelin. You guys are going to be mind blown with what happened between last month and this month regarding Nick Lane. Oh my and God. Led yeah. This seems like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. A uh, lot more coming up. But first, let's, uh, let's thank our partners. Uh, where are our partners? Right here. I got this one. That, nope. That's it. not it. That's yeah. not it. There it is. I got yeah, it. Yeah. You can team me up. All right. First of all, our premier partner. Pin Stadium, I think we got to change that logo, Kevin. Uh, Pin <laughs> oh, yeah. Stadium, Pin Stadium makes lighting kits for your pinball machines that are app controlled. Um, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic! You're in danger once you get one. You're gonna want one for every machine you have, and look, you could save some money. Use coupon code Buffalo, and you get ten percent off. Uh, Pin Stadium, one of the best mods you can do for your pinball machine. Speaking of mods, we got the Mod Couple Pinball dot com uh, Mod Couple Pinball. I say this every time. I'm not a big mod guy because I like my games to look like there's no mods in it, right? Like they, I want it to look natural from the factory. Well, that's why I like Mod Couple Pinball because the mods they make are are are, are kind of seamless. They look like they should have been there from day one. TheModCouplePinball.com. Yellowbird on pin side, fantastic guy. I noticed that he's been. I was you know creeping. I, I saw his <laughs> post and it says how many years somebody's been on pin side. He's been on pin side 17 years, I believe. He's an OG. That's crazy. Yep. All right, there you go. Uh, flipping out pinball. Once you go, Zach, you never go back, says Dr. <laughs> ben Crane. And uh, I, I purchased my first pinball machine from flipping out. This was the first opportunity that I had. Uh, I got Deadpool in 2019, but that was from Stern Reward. So I really got to test drive the Zach Money experience. And my God, is, <laughs> is, is, is Zach can put to use because I've got some issues with my machine. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But he's been fantastic. He's been super responsive. Um, I think he's crazy for getting in this pinball business because of all the issues that you have with pinball. I gotta, I gotta talk to him offline about this, but God bless him. He's been fantastic and he, he's been taking care of me. So highly, highly, highly recommend flipping out pinball. 
Uh, that's flippingoutpinball.com when you're ready to buy your pinball machine. Pinside, Pinside. I've been back on Pinside. Yeah. I've me, been so fucking pumped, dude. It's all in. I've been like, like I have like pent up like pinball from the uh, 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 COVID sabbatical, right? <laughs> like, the, like I've been out of pinball, I feel like, uh, during COVID, but all the energy's built up. I'm arguing with people on Pinside. I'm oh, yeah. active on Pinside. Like, holy shit. I, I'm, I'm a little scared there's so much energy around <laughs> it, but love Pinside. Pinside is when I got into the hobby, that's, that's my, my first stop, and I'm still there. Uh, 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 great site. Jersey Jack Pinball, Jersey Jack Pinball, World Under Glass, most beautiful pinball machines on the planet. Um, you got the new Guns N' Roses, you got Pirates, you got Wonka, uh, you got The Hobbit, Wizard of Oz dialed in. Fantastic machines. Uh, pinball EDU, go to pinballraffle.org for your chance to win every month a brand new pinball machine from Stern. It's only $40 for that. That's a good deal, and it's going to go to charity, your money. So it's like a, a total win. Community Bearworks, Community Bearworks, uh, the most delicious beer in Buffalo. They also have pinball machines operated by Buffalo Pinball and Arcade. Oh, yeah. Boom. Uh, Tilt Cycle, Tilt Cycle, Dan Burfield, one of the OG sponsors, makes pinball art. That's my go-to. When I, if I'm going to have any art in my, uh, in my game room, it's going to be Tilt Cycle. He is awesome. Um, Comet Pinball, CometPinball.com. Again, lights, uh, LED lights. I just I, I put an order from them, received it in no time. Um, they take care of me. I had some questions like, what bulb look good here? Or what should I put here? And they got back to me super quickly. Uh, Comet Pinball, fantastic support. PinballMix.com, if you want a custom audio music mix in your pinball machine, Pinball Mix will do a professional job of that. It, it is seamless. It sounds like, it's not amateur, man. It's It sounds like, as good as the mix that Stern will do, uh, you provide the uh, audio tracks to him that you purchase and own, and he will work his magic. Again, a lot of these folks have coupon codes of Buffalo, so type it in there. He's got a 10% off, plus a free Easter egg when you type in Buffalo. And then our favorite, last but not least, Titan Pinball, another OG. Titan Pinball, I put an order. I put in a lot of orders for Titan. I keep, cause I keep <laughs> on forgetting something, so it's like I had like, it's like three orders coming in from Titan Pinball. Super fast uh, with their shipping. Um, fantastic. Get those uh, silicone rings. Silicone, silicone. Did you use coupon code Buffalo when you Hell yeah, order? I there fucking you go. did. Gotta yeah, hell yeah, it's 10%. There you go. He's seen a lot of Buffalo uh, uh, yeah, coupon codes like, lately. It's really paying off. <laughs> all right, all right. Thanks for letting us pay the bills. We uh, we love our sponsors and supporters and, and stand by them. So uh, let's, let's get with the show. Let's do this. Here's the tip. It's the latest pinball news. Show hunt. It's on fire! All right, the first item up for bid, uh, without going over, is uh, Halloween and Ultraman coming from Spooky Pinball. So they announced not one, but two pinball machines. They're reskins of each other. So it's one layout, two themes. They're going to do 1,250 Halloweens and 500 Ultramans. So that's a 1,000 more than they did for Rick and Morty. Which seems like a lot, considering they're uh, a pretty small uh, boutique yeah. company. Hopefully, they're ramping up their production. But this is a we'll take a look at um, Halloween first here. Here's the cabinet on the left, and there's the right. It's got art on the right. So um, this is a design by Chorus Barlov, which was like they didn't even put a name to the design, which is a little head scratchy to me. Uh, what do you mean? They did. They didn't. They just like made up a fake name for the designer. Oh, the playfield designer? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I mean, that's a little concerning. <laughs> yeah. Um, the art is by Jason Edmonston on the uh, Halloween uh, edition, and it's by F Matt Frank on Ultraman. 
software by David Fosma and Bug Emery. So uh, Fosma, who's done some uh, spooky work before, and Bug, who is Charlie's son. Uh, music by Matt Montgomery. MSR, so they're doing three editions this time. Um, the MSRP is sixty nine ninety five for a standard, seventy nine ninety five for the Bloodsucker edition, and eighty nine ninety five for the CE, the collector's edition. That's a new level for them. What's the for, what's the bottom level? How much does uh, it cost? Sixty nine ninety five, oh. so seven thousand. Seven thousand, eight thousand, oh and nine thousand. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have a lot to say about Spooky. I think. Okay. Get to Rick and Morty. <laughs> so fine. I'll save it for then. Um, maybe. Maybe. Um, so so that's we're looking at the the. Um, Halloween edition there. This is my favorite picture. That is cool. <laughs> the little, little, little uh, Michael Myers creeping out. I like that. I, li- I do. I do <laughs> like that. That is cool. Yeah. I feel like you're going to kind of miss it, but, and it loses, like, that's is it the a bash or? No, he just kind of peeks out. Oh. The side. Oh. Right, see him over there on the left. Oh, does he move or he yeah, comes he, out? Yeah, okay. he creeps out. That'd be kind of cool if it was like a bash thing, but. Yeah. Is uh, it a triple decker play field? It is. It's so three Oof. upper play fields. Good fucking luck working on that game. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, that's a lot. If, hopefully, hopefully there's no rubbers under that main. And give them credit because you're gonna you get something different with Spooky. Yeah. Now you know difference like that's different, right? You know, like it's really in the tone when you say it. But different can, could be like Keith Elwin shoots great different, yeah. or it could be like Houdini. Bricks it, it could all be the place. reason people haven't done this right? right. Like, and and I think you're Spooky's like learning on the job. And that's what you're getting. So I will say that, like the shots, like that ramp on the left looks nice and wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it looks like like the shots are a little more friendly. I mean, it's hard yeah. to say without playing. They, it, they look reasonable, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Uh, here's a shot of the the second upper play field, which okay. looks pretty neat. That looks cool. Yeah, two spinners up there, a flipper, and then a little like uh, ramp up to the the third layer. This is the Ultraman, which I think the art looks awesome on this one. Yeah, that's uh, I agree. It's good art. Ultraman, I don't I mean like I don't even really know who Ultraman is. Okay. Yeah. I've seen like uh, I've seen a picture of Ultraman, but like again, it doesn't really do anything for me. I only know it from I played the Super Nintendo game, like I rented it when I was twelve or something. I was like, okay, yeah. Ultraman, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know, they sold out, right? Yeah. They sold all know this Ultramans, stuff. all Halloweens. God damn, man. Yeah. So, so much money in pinball. Jeez. With, with though they sold out without seeing any gameplay, like it's not nuts. even like a gameplay video. Or a stream or anything, just pictures and the themes. That's well, I know in some like Rick and Morty, they've been able to resell it, but I, I mean, ugh, these are a lot of machines. I don't know if they can just pull that kind of stunt. Maybe yeah. I, I, I don't. Dude, the pinball's nuts. There's so much money and uh, floating around out there in the economy now. I think <laughs> I, I don't know. God bless you. Twelve hundred like is a lot. It's, like that's a huge step up from society. Yeah. I mean, really? So, yeah, they 1,200 almost, almost plus... They almost doubled their, their run. 1,200 plus 500, so almost 2,000 games that they... Wow. Wow. 2,000 okay. is a solid run for, like, any yeah. company, I feel like. Yeah, right? it is yeah. a solid I mean, run. Uh, it's a cool idea that they um, basically are releasing two... I mean, like, they did the right move, right? Yeah. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they, they sold out again. Uh, um, they picked themes that, obviously, there's enough of an audience for. It's kind of it's kind of nice they're able to use one play uh, uh, layout and, and rules and just swap themes so that's okay I mean they're, it's a good idea yeah it's a smart move like especially when you're a small company if you can cash in one design on because themes are very like personal like if you have a great connection with Halloween and you love that movie you're gonna go for that one or if you love Ultraman you're gonna go for that one there's I don't see there being a ton of crossover in those two audiences maybe there is. Um, you know, one's uh, a Japanese kaiju kind of theme, and the other one's the uh, 
the the horror theme. So I like that they're tapping into two different uh, areas of interest there. So yeah, I agree with Chrome Candy's uh, pinballs comment. So if you're if you're watching, you know what it is. But I I uh, hundred you nailed it, dude. I'm with you there. Yeah, there, there's some reasons to hesitate. Definitely like. <laughs> I, the only exception I've ever made to the play it before I own it is Heist, but I had already played the P3, so I knew I liked the P3, and there were other platforms yeah. on there. And we were in the middle of a pandemic, and I really wanted to play it, so um, that's that's my exception to the rule. There's, um, there, I mean, there's something to be said about an experienced designer. I mean, I know Keith came in and did a good job, but you know, Keith had worked on his first game for for years, right? Like yeah, he had yeah. he had shopped he, he had practiced that for years, and also Keith being at Stern has the collective wisdom of. How many how many years of designers right that can like help him? He might have an idea, or he can seek feedback and tweaking and get that and really put it out there. So, you know, you could say, well, Keith's new, but he also has the backing of like a, a Steve Ritchie or, mm-hmm. or George, George Gomez or, or Bork, right? He can go walk down the office and say, what do you think about this, right? Like, so I don't know, man. There's uh, waits to be it, it waits to be seen. Right. I've 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 played spooky games and perfectly honest i'm not impressed with the way they shoot there's there, it's usually like there's some shots that are like that's great but there's a general clunkiness to them that it's just like i don't know if it needs more time in the oven or maybe there's a reason we're seeing sort of recycle somewhat recycle or tried and true layouts or whatever because they just work and some things just don't fundamentally work and then there's some people that are like listen that's fine with me i just want something i want something totally different I know it's not going to be the best feeling shot, but hey, it's different, and that's what I'm in the market for. But I think what it is, Kevin, it's like I like the theme of Halloween. I hit buy button. Mm-hmm. That's what's really that's be honest. That's what's really going on. And then a lot of people get these games and they like it and they want to like it. And some people like will come up with a million excuses of why it's good and stuff, and they'll hold on to it. And then there's the other side of people who just get it and they <sighs> they buy two of them, they flip one, yeah. So they can pay for the other one. I saw that with a Mandalorian LE on Pinside. Somebody had two brand new uh, LEs in the box of the Mandalorian. They were having an unboxing party. So you could come and play his one that he was keeping and also buy the second one for like $5,000 above MSRP or something ridiculous like that. So uh, there's a lot of speculation and and like investment treating pinball as investments happening right now. And I don't know if that's like a result of like this hype that built up over the pandemic with like, they're like non-fungible tokens and Bitcoin and, and there's just like this. I don't know what was happening during. The I've I've, I've been I've been like I probably have a uh, 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 at least a good uh, um, uh, undergrad degree in finance at this point. So I've been studying like what's been going on. Like I've been absolutely fascinated by the economy since probably January. And uh, I mean, you put four trillion dollars into the economy. And, and money in people's pockets and things are going crazy, right? Like yeah. people are buying hard assets because of fear of inflation. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, I sped up the purchase of um, Led Zeppelin Premium because I heard a rumor that uh, prices are going to go up on Stearns. Okay, from a, from a good source, I heard a rumor, okay. right? Um, so I'm like, God damn it! I and it makes sense. There's supply issues now. I, the, there was a game available. Um, Zach had one, so I'm like, I'm just gonna snag it up now because I know I want the game. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mess around. So yeah, I mean, things are absolutely crazy right now in in the economy. I'm waiting for the bottom to fall out, but yeah. it's 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 never been crazier. So. <laughs> it's insane. And like Chrome Candy said, they're selling used games for more than they uh, uh, got it for new in box. So you buy a new in box pin, you're able to sell it for more than you 
bought it for, which was never the case. There was always a, a depreciation once you opened the box. So you'd take like $500. Yeah, on. these are price signals. I mean, I'm not going to get, this is not economic po- po- podcast, but seriously pay attention to what's going on because this is not good. This is not like somebody wrote another thing like white noise. My friend's house went from 1.2 million to 2.4 million in one year. Yeah, that 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 seems like it's good, but like no, money is becoming like sort of worthless, right? Like your your house is not better than it was a year ago. It's just that things are are going nuts right now. So, yeah, it's a crazy it's a crazy time. It's gonna be interesting when we're having a conversation a year now or two years from now. But I I don't know, man. It's it's nuts. It's nuts that people are just throwing money at a game that uh they haven't played. It's uh honestly, I'm I'm kind of tired of spooky churning out. I'm I'm getting into it now. <laughs> Like, I, I feel like I've defended... I've not ever been a spooky customer, and I have no intention of being one. Sorry, sorry guys. I, I've always kind of said I respect what Spooky does because they've been able to launch a pinball company, and, you know, they sell as many games as they need to. They're always selling out. Um, I, I heard that they take care of their their, their customers, which is good. So I, it's really cool. But how long have they been in business for? And, like, we played Rick and Morty, and it's like, Jesus. Like, there's there's stuff in that game where I'm like, it's amateur hours over. Amateur hours, like, forgivable, or you cut, like, spooky slack for the first few years. But, like, they still get the same amount of slack as if they're producing their first game. What do you mean, like, the, when the ball fell through the apron? Holy shit. I wish you had a clip of that. <laughs> I did. I clipped it. I, I wish we could show a clip of that for uh, people who didn't watch it. So we were streaming Rick and Morty a uh, month ago, and the ball flew off the play field in, through the apron into the cabinet. <laughs> And it's like, dude, I know I'm going to talk about some issues with my Led Zeppelin Stern. I've had issues with every game I've gotten. But, like, that is just, like, amateur hour on the extreme. And Mm -hmm. that's not even the only thing with that game and Mm -hmm. what's going on. And it's just like, guys, come on. Stop. Like, how much slack do you get? Like, at what point do you, are you, should you be in the same sentence as Stern and, and, and Jersey Jack or American Pinball? You've been around long enough. Why is the quality still shit at this point? You're 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 selling enough games to make money. This is inexcusable. And I'm not a hater on, on Spooky. They're not for me. I, re- I respect what they're doing, but but come on, the mm. ball should not be flying in the cabin like, like that. That's terrible. <laughs> then you have the uh, w- what happened with the playfield? The uh, the playfield was too thin. Oh right, right. So like thinner than normal size playfield. So the uh, flippers were like hit, yeah. way higher the than they should have been. Were too tall and so, yeah. yeah, it's just like stuff like that. It's just it sort of breaks down and it's like it's, it becomes amateur, but now the game's like $7,000. So I, I don't know. This is why I will, I, I don't see myself, I shouldn't say never, but they have to really become a different company for me to, to seriously look at a game. Now look at, it's working for them. They're making money. So what the hell is Nick Lane? No, but that's, I, I'm in that camp, right? I'm in that camp where I'm like, no, 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 no. This is, this is not acceptable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Davy Davy Meadows. Every, every pinball company has issues. You're gonna buy a new pinball machine. It's gonna have problems. But there's there's like, oh, there's a problem with this one mag versus like we made our playfield too thin. <laughs> you know? I like guess a- Chris the Pintern's getting triggered or something. Like he's like a big time must be a spooky supporter because I he's dominated the conversation and like oh I want just Richie layouts and those Stern never dude. All I here's the balance. All I do is probably talk about Stern issues, right? Like, and I'm not a Stern basher. I bought more of that. I've been super easy on Spooky. Super easy. You can go back and listen to every podcast. I'm always like couching it. Oh, I respect Spooky and what they're doing like all the time. And like finally, it's like, no, this is fucking bullshit. This is bullshit that that's, it's happening. So this is just me bottling up and it's it's like, no, no, no. They're, they're charging more than what Stern charges for a game. And the quality is worse than that. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. All games are all games that are we getting are, are just garbage. Let's let's be honest. They're all garbage these days. The quality control on all these machines are from every manufacturer is is, is pretty fucking abysmal. They need to get better 
uh, line workers. I feel like, you know, they don't want to pay their line workers enough to get people who actually care. So they just get people to put these machines together. There's probably high turnover, you know, so you train somebody to, to build these games and then you got to retrain somebody else. And Well, I, I, I would say, yeah, you're right, Kevin. I would say, and I, I feel like somebody's excuse is like, well, look, you know, the economy is crazy right now, Nick. You just said that and it's hard to find good workers. No, no, this has been, I've been buying games for 10 years. This is nothing, this is nothing new. This is just like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, but Spooky been... got let off the hook for a long time, and I'm saying it's bullshit finally. So there you go. <laughs> They're not a sponsor or anything. I, I was charitable to them because I respect the fact that they are able to build a company for ground up, deliver games, ship them. But there you go. So... Yeah, they're 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 worse than they're they're worse than Stern. All right, Stern is still inexcusable. I'll hammer it. Don't worry, Chris. I'll hammer on them. We'll we'll, we'll fucking get there. All right, one step at a time. You don't need to defend Spooky. You Chris can, is pushing can, the buttons. Here's the deal. We can call out everybody. How about that? We can call out. We can we can praise people when they do a good job, which I praise. I just praise Spooky in, in, in for selling games and picking things. But I can also criticize them for the stupid mistakes that are still occurring and, and shouldn't. There you go. I'm fired Boom. up today. All right. <laughs> it's going to be a good podcast. It came in hot. Do you want to share why you were late to the podcast? or No. No. You had a good story last time. so Not as good. As <laughs> Not as good this time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Story number two is, let's see if there's any other pictures. Oh, yeah. Right here. Silver Falls. So I had the honor of uh, revealing the brand new mini game for the Multimorphic P3. Uh, it was uh, a couple Mondays ago on our stream. It's uh, Silver Falls, developed by Nick and his daughter, Sophia Baldridge. Um, this is a minigame that's playable on the Heist playfield. So um, as you may know, you've heard me talk about the P3 a lot. They, uh, they have the uh, software development kit where they will release a playfield. And then anybody who wants to can create a game for the, the P3. And Nick Baldridge has done a few games. This is, I think, technically his third. He hasn't released quest for glory yet but um this is he's done ranger in the ruins and now uh silver falls which have been released you can say nick and uh sophia above my head in the stream <laughs> screenshot i have there but um basically it's a uh think of like the sims in a pinball form so when you start you're seeing a, a character selecting you can it's all sorts of different characters you can pick and their voices and then you go into your house and you're trying to collect enough pin bucks aka cash to um uh build up your oh did we get a huge raid <laughs> what's up everybody i see a lot of bands going on <laughs> what's going on um hello duke nukem <laughs> what's going on all right uh raid thank you for the raid hello everybody if you're listening we're uh we're covering pinball news today so kevin's uh, gonna talk about p3 stuff so it allows me to cool down and bring my go. heart heart rate to a wrestling right uh, so thank you kevin <laughs> um so we've got um uh, the, what are we talking about? Uh, Silver Falls. So, uh, you're collecting pin bucks, you're outfitting your, your play field with, uh, with different furniture and things like that. Filling up your rooms. You start off in the living room, you fill it all up. And then when you got to buy all the items from the store, you have to entertain yourself by watching TV and then you can go on to the next room. And there's a, there's a, a bedroom, a bathroom. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of what else is in there. Um, there's like two other rooms and then you eventually get to like where you have to do your job and your job is the wizard mode. And uh, that's tough. You have to hit like 40 shots and um, it's a multi-ball. So it's pretty neat. I won't spoil it all, but uh, definitely check it out. It's only $150, which in pinball terms is ridiculously cheap. Uh, if you have a P3 in the uh, the heist play field, it's a no-brainer. So check it out. Multimorphic.com or silverfallsforever.com is uh, the mini site just for that. All right. Uh, next we have... 
Um, Jersey Jack's Pinball launches pinballwizard.com. So they announce uh, their own little mini site for accessories, add-ons, and, and, and all sorts of um, accessories for your pinball machines, your JJP pinball machines. Uh, the big one was the topper for Guns N' Roses. This is a uh, limited edition style topper. It goes on uh, your LE or your standard. Uh, it's $199, which is reasonable in topper prices, uh, but it's just like, you know, basically flat um, light up sign that goes on top of your machine. Think of the one on, uh, on Pirates of the Caribbean. It's pretty similar to that. Um, the other thing they announced was art blades for the inside cabinet. So you can put these on your LE or um, standard edition as well. They look, they look like the side art on the uh, LE, so I think they'd be a good fit there. My, uh, my, my days of installing side art are over though I think yeah. <laughs> like I've had enough like they're cool like I did them on Tron and I love the ones that are around my Tron and I did them on Ghostbusters but yeah I'm over it why it's just a pain in the ass to install them and it's, it seems like it's yeah. really stressful yeah yeah. To... somebody who fucked up putting a sticker on yeah recently. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to either uh pull, pull the play field out all the way and that's probably the the it's the easiest way to install the blades. It's hard to take the playfield out, right? So, or you can leave the playfield in and try to ad- use like the wet method to adhere them on. But I did that on Tron and they didn't stick that great. So the wet method, yeah. Um, on Ghostbusters, I ended up pulling my playfield way out, and you know, it, it seems nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and it, also you can damage it potentially when you're raising and lowering the playfield, right? That's the other thing, right? Yeah, Ugh, you, you I'm were, stressed out already just thinking about it. <laughs> I like the ones that Stern makes because they're made of like like a arcade control panel overlay material so they're really rigid and oh i and wonder, rugged yeah i worry about that on led zeppelin premium i'm, I'm like super careful but you, they probably have some durability to them they're yeah. not like gloss like probably glossier yeah, the other like ones the yeah. ones on tron like if i scraped them they'd, there'd be a tear in them right, right. Away. good job stern there you go um but they you know you can buy the things the plastic protectors you slide in when you lift your play field out but who the hell wants to do all that so um so there you go. That's uh, pinballwizard.com if you want to get accessories for your JJPs. All right. We got, so if you heard at the top of the show, we have a giveaway. So we met Christian Larson at the stream we did on The Mandalorian. He uh, reached out on Instagram and was like, what's going on in pinball in Buffalo tonight? And I just replied, I was like, we're going to be hanging out at the uh, Community Beer Works playing Mando. So he came down. He was a guest on the stream. And uh, he just released his... Uh, just pinball the zine number two and he sent us a few copies of this and um you can win one of these how about that so what we're gonna do is let me see uh so nick you've got one of these why don't you talk about this a little bit while i get the link uh, do i have where, to where folks can uh... um it's a zine <laughs> there's a bunch of pictures in it and um yeah if you want to see pe- people playing pinball um a lot of it's from pinberg 2019 you know which is a uh, actually we should probably be almost there this week right it's, it's a it's a it's pre-pandemic look uh, at pinball yeah oh yeah yes 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 pre-pandemic look uh, this is you're killing me kevin uh, <laughs> talking about pictures <laughs> so i mean see. if you want a uh if you want a, a nice swords of fury um picture in there and then as kevin pointed out i i kind of miss this there's a nice 
Greg Pavarelli's got a centerfold in here. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for you to talk about. Yeah, so if you oh, want, you, you teed me up for that, and I kind of failed. Yeah. So uh, if you if you if you want a two page spread of Greg Pavarelli, and and honestly, who does? I told Martha not to read that before bedtime because I'll get jealous. <laughs> and then you got you got Petey Hendricks on the cover. So oh shit, that's P- oh I should have known by the look at uh, the hat on the yeah. hat. So mom, well, there you go. go. Uh, you can get a copy yeah. for yourself. It's at uh, let me get the name. Look, at, this, look at this, people. Here's Pavarelli. I'm gonna put it on there. <laughs> See how see how the uh, podcast listeners are, are just missing yeah, out you on. Check There's this a Pavarelli centerfold. Oh yeah, my Too- heart my heart's gone cold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Nice. Um, Didn't so know you, have you, can, you, you nailed it. Jay Giles a reference, right? That's right. I'm I'm there with you. Yeah. It, my angel is uh, a centerfold, which is Greg Pavarelli. Um, <laughs> so you can get that at blurb.com. It's twenty eight thirty nine. It's b l u r b dot com. Uh, just search for just pinball the zine number two, and that'll come right up. Or if you want to try to win a copy, um, I'm going to put a link in chat right now. Or if you're listening on the podcast or watching on YouTube, it will be um, in the comments or the the show notes. So here's what you got to do. This is Anchored Out of FM. You can submit a voicemail to us that we can play on a future show. So um, click that link. uh, Leave a message. Keep it nice, short, to the the point. Ask, Ask us a question. Give us some feedback um, if you want to. You, you know, can comment but, on my personality or mental health, as some right. people like to do on YouTube. Yep, that, that's only in the YouTube. Only comments. one person specifically. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you can do all of that. So leave us a voicemail, uh, thirty seconds or less. Okay, don't don't get too wordy, uh, and then uh, we'll play our favorites on the on the stream next month, and uh, we'll pick a winner from those. Gorin's right. already submitted a message. Yeah. He did. Oh, of course he did. And we're gonna play that right now. Gorin, Gorin is the uh, the test subject. So let us know if you guys can hear this. And uh, he he sent us a he's spoiler topper guy. There's no <laughs> topper. Name? There's no there's, there's no topper talk this month. But you still get some Gorin. So here we go. Yes, I'd like to ask uh, each bro what is your favorite topper and what do you like about it. Weird. Who saw that question coming? Oh Jesus. <laughs> do you want to go first? Oh, oh, geez, guys, what's your favorite topper? <laughs> I feel like he's already asked us this question. Yeah, it's uh, the Black Knight topper. This is the only topper I would ever buy, actually. I would buy that. If Stern ran that, I would buy it, even though I don't have room for the topper, in the hopes of one day I have a place to put that game in the topper. There you go. I like that topper. That's the only topper I get. I, I like the Led Zeppelin one, but not for the price, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. I really like the Whitewater topper. It's simple, That's but good. the effect of it's it is classic. really neat. It's a yeah, classic, it's the, the classic, probably the best one about, uh, you know, from that era. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fishtails is good. Anna's family is okay. The the Doctor Who topper is cool, uh, but especially if you do the mod to it to make yeah. it move. Um, so there you go. Uh, thank you guys for uh, submitting. Thank you to uh, Pinball by Christian Christian Larson for sending us some copies <laughs> of uh, Just Pinball to to send to you guys. So there you go. Just Pinball. Check it out. All right. Can I can I speak enough comments? Yes. Can I can I address a comment that we got from YouTube? Please, which Kevin always sends me. Yes. Thank you, Kevin. You're Kevin, welcome. You you secretly enjoy the site. Oh, maybe not so secretly. I mean, I read them and I have to share them with somebody. All yeah. Right. So somebody commented. I don't know why this comment keeps on coming up about like me personally, but um, somebody was saying that I uh I I can't enjoy joy, which I don't even know if that makes sense. I can't enjoy. Wouldn't you say I can't experience joy first? All right, I'm getting upset about that. <laughs> but I was like, okay, I can't enjoy joy. Like I'm a, I, I believe in like know thyself and uh, an unexamined life isn't worth living and being introspective and saying, oh, is it possible I can't enjoy joy? Maybe I mean maybe there's something profound here. And then the the reason was 
because I didn't like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Or I said something during the stream of Roller Coaster Tycoon not liking it. So then I was like, well, moving on. This is invalid. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna listen, you can you can make a comment like that, but please back it up with something that makes sense. Right. Thank you. <laughs> and roller coaster tycoon is garbage. Sorry. I know. Sorry. I know. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into roller coaster Roller Coaster Tycoon. I don't even know what the hell I said during that. The layout's fine. It's like the the scoring's just just kind of not code good. Code is I terrible. Mean, yeah, you, code is terrible. Play, put it in a tournament and watch everybody trap up until they yeah. get to the wizard mode. Yeah. Super fun. Maybe I've been playing pinball for 10 years and know a little thing about a thing. And I've played hundreds and hundreds of games. And I, I know a little bit. And I try to help people out and say, look, there's issues with these games. And, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Here's why it's preventing me. Um, no, everything's supposed to be amazing, Nick. You're supposed to love everything. Yeah. Well, there's, there's so many pinball machines to play. Why waste time playing a shitty one? Right. And if you enjoy it, that's great, man. Like, listen, I, uh, I'm i a basic bitch when it comes to wine. Like, I know people can distinguish, like, oh, this wine is like... Oh, What's the flavor profile of this? I'm yeah. glad <laughs> that I'm blissfully ignorant with wine, and wine makes Nick get drunk, right? Like, like that's fine. Like, I don't want to become an expert in wine, so every wine can bring me joy, and that's great, and I don't want to ruin that experience. But, like, but in pinball, I'm the sommelier of pinball, right? Like, I have fucking analyzed it. I've been playing it forever. My whole hobby, I'm, I'm doing these stupid shows and podcasts and talking about it and getting upset when a fucking ball falls in the cabinet. <laughs> that's what's just, that's my thing, man. That's, I'm trying to help people so nobody buys a roller coaster tycoon. Or if they do, that they know that it's going to be pretty shitty worldwide when they figure it out. But right. if you enjoy it, that's great, man. You are the basic bitch of pinball. Uh, under, understanding like I'm the basic bitch of wine drinking <laughs> I was chatting with Skip uh, Rudy and Tuna about you know YouTube comments and it, it's a, people for they lose their mind if you don't have the same opinion they do so if they think a game is garbage and you call it great they're gonna th- call you an idiot if you call if they think the game is great and you don't like it they're gonna call you an idiot so I love the it's, comments it's, it's, it's insane which uh <sighs> alright anyways um <laughs> You're going to talk about Pinball Hall of Fame. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Nick's, Nick, that's a, that's how much Nick wants to talk down. about Pinball Hall of Fame. All right. So uh, uh, this, would, this would be a good one, though, for Nick. All right. <laughs> He'll be back. So the Pinball Hall of Fame uh, grand opening was on July 1st. And uh, so they had a proclamation. It was National Pinball Hall of Fame Day in, the, uh, in Las Vegas that day. So I think that's the, the mayor of Vegas. There with uh, Tim Arnold from the Pinball Hall of Fame. If you hadn't heard, they just opened up a new location right on the Strip. It's got you've probably seen the massive sign that says Pinball. It's like a two-story tall sign that just says Pinball. So they uh, they opened up their new location, but apparently not. In addition to the grand opening, there was also a possible grand goof up. Uh, I found this from Vital Vegas on Twitter. Uh, they say stunning revelation from Tim Arnold, owner of the Pinball Hall of Fame. The survey company botched it. So ten do- $10 million dollars is on. Ten- sorry, sorry, this tweet is uh, is hard to read. The the ten million building is on eight feet of land owned by Dream Hotel. So that's the neighbor. Everybody's lawyering up. So Nick, uh, Nick's returning from his uh, his break. What do you you heard the story about the Pinball Hall of Fame oh, uh, yeah, screwing sucks. up their uh, their survey and like building on ten feet over the the property next door? Yeah, they didn't. They, they probably weren't not knowledgeable of who to pay off or bribe to get this to go through. And now the uh, you know the mafia out there or whatever is uh, putting screws to them or something. Sorry, eight feet right. of land, not ten. It was a ten million building, that eight sucks, feet of man. land. Um, they're lawyering up. Hopefully, they don't have to do anything crazy. Hopefully, they, they could just um, you know pay some money to the neighbors or yeah, our, our, here's here's I can relate. Our, our fence is actually 
over our neighbor's yard a little bit because the survey company screwed it up. Uh, uh, but we just have a, a, an agreement. We have a fence agreement with our neighbor and we're literally like, that's cool. We're cool. All right. That's actually your land, but our fence is going to stay there. Cool. All right. <laughs> yep. Uh, so hopefully they get that all cleared up. So that, but that kind of stinks. Um, oh, one thing I didn't put on here was, did you hear the, uh, the pinball, uh, the, or the, the banning museum of pinball? Did you hear no. what's going on with them? So the, the former host of Indisc, um, they're closing, they're selling all their games. Where is this located? In Banning, California. I don't know where that is. Um, Southern California. It's called the okay. The the museum <coughs> of pinball. It's where uh, Carl's this tournament will oh, be wow. every year. They're closing. It's, yep, it's massive, like this huge collection of games. It looked amazing. Why? Uh, so there's a pot company moving into their building somehow. Yeah. Somehow yeah. this is happening. Seems like a godsend, right? Yeah. Like seems like that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to move to another location, but that location backed out or something i don't know okay. i don't have the specifics in front of me because i didn't look it up for the show but um yeah so there goes another massive pinball collection just getting sold off and and parted out and disintegrated it seems like the only real big collection anymore is they going to be the one in uh ann arbor the vfw wow man this is a weird time for pinball man like in some ways like games are selling like crazy right like were you telling me that Stern is like backed up by like seven thousand games or something that they're? I heard I, maybe somebody was telling us that. I think it's like a rumor of a rumor. Yeah. Somebody like somebody said like Gary Stern said on a pod. so like just take that as mm-hmm. a huge asterisk. But like we know that pinball machines are selling like crazy now, yep. and yet you know we lost we lost Pinberg and uh, it's just it's weird time than pinball like crazy yeah crazy time for pinball yeah yeah it's like both that sucks. Um, we know it. I don't I don't see it on there, but I, I should highlight that. A couple weeks ago, we put up a video of a game room tour of uh, Dr. Ben Crane's collection, which um, I know he's got probably like over a hundred thousand dollars worth of like machinery in there, and it's uh, it's impressive, man. I, uh, I I I have a lot of respect for for Ben because he he goes nuts on his games, and he's got like all LEs and CEs, and he's got his games modded out and like tastefully done, and does a lot of his own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's not just gluing things in there he's, he created it himself uh super nice guy really nice to host us and have us over there to play his, his led zeppelin then shoot a video but but check that out that's like people love that video it's on our uh, youtube page you want to see like an amazing collection uh, head over there yeah that's a good uh, opportunity to talk a little bit about our youtube channel we've been doing some exclusive content for youtube lately so yeah uh, i did uh the p3 video where i do like the in-depth like take it all apart show you how it all works uh i did the um the uh, Guns N' Roses pin stadium, like installing the the lights so they attach to the playfield. Show you how to do that. Uh, we do, we do the game room tour. So uh, the game room tours are actually some of the most popular things we do, uh, and we're gonna do some more of those in the future. So we, we're gonna be doing one with uh, Mark Nagy coming up soon. Hell yeah! So looking forward. There to you that. go, Doctor Mark. We're just warming up to him. <laughs> Doctor Ben was a warm up. He is an open opener for Doctor Mark Nagy. That's right. We're we're getting all the doctors. That's we're right. Stacking the deck at the top. Yeah, and so. if you, if you guys have a, a game room that you want us to to stop over and, and film and record, um, let us know. I mean, obviously we're in Buffalo, New York, so it's in reason. Or you know, we're traveling to a show and it's close by, or on the we got to pass through that. We're we're open to considering that. You can message us at uh, buffalopinball at gmail dot com. Cool. All right. So uh, why don't we? I'll, I'll jump ahead. And we'll say um, Deep Reboot has still not shipped a game. No. Just yeah, another month has passed. If you keep nobody's track, gotten their games yet. No, no games. No games have shipped. Uh, are they still spitting excuses? Or they just stopped. I think that. they even stopped. They can't even manufacture excuses anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny, but it's not. Yeah. It's so we're just gonna keep not. tabs on that every month until yep. uh, something happens. Either way. Yep. 
All right. And uh, yeah, at least Spooky's got games that where the ball could fall into a cabinet. Exactly. He can't fall into the cabinet if there's no yep. cabinet. Yep. <laughs> All right. He'd be so lucky. Yeah. Let's um let's catch up with some some games that we've uh, been playing that we didn't have a chance to. Um, right. Before we start. Let's get this on. Let's all oh get god. on the same page, right? Oh my god! This is this is. We're gonna make this official. Well, we will. These are because we have to because people are dumb. Oh my god! These are impressions. These are our first impressions. This is not a review. This is we've played the game a couple times. We're sharing our experience with you. It's not an in-depth review, okay? Yes, uh, uh, you will see a review later in the show when we review Led Zeppelin. Let me let me let me add to that. Let me add to that. <laughs> okay. So we got a comment on our YouTube thing, and Kevin removed it because he got so pissed off. And I don't blame him because it's a stupid fucking comment. <laughs> this person is, he said he's unsubscribing, so he can't hear this. Let me be very clear. All right, the, the comment was something like the, he was upset with my our, our yeah. impressions of he called it a review. Uh-huh. It's not a review. Listen, I filter what I say. Like I, I am pretty particular. I make mistakes sometimes in my account, but I'm pretty particular. We gave gameplay impressions of Led Zeppelin and. Avengers Affinity Quest on the last podcast. It wasn't a review. We actually have a fucking intro for the review. Our reviews are usually 20 to 30 minutes, and usually we spend a good deal of time on the games when we do review. Now, when we play a game as an impression, as we said last time, we were at a pizza joint, the game wasn't set up great, and we played for maybe 40 minutes, a few games between us. And we said that multiple times. Couldn't be clearer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And guess what? People who have listening skills and their critical thinkers wrote to me and said hey nick i think you i think here's some things you maybe didn't know about led zeppelin or um frank from playfield protectors in germany wrote a nice email he sent me a video he made on the rules hey maybe you want to take a look at this i'm sorry you had a bad experience but i, I think it's a good game you might want to take another look and look at that's a good reply yeah there you go that's, Guess what? I bought the fucking game. Oh, <laughs> but this guy's like, I'm unsubscribing, so he's gone. He doesn't get to hear the thing where I went we'll and bought the game, yeah. and then we're actually going to do a review. And spoiler alert: I really liked it yeah. so much that I bought it. So yeah. Yeah. this is an impression. <laughs> we might have different views than your game, but in impressions, we have not spent a lot of time on it because maybe we don't own it or it's during a live stream. Right, you get that? This is for like the two people out there that I'm sorry for everybody else who has to be punished by by stupidity and ignorance. I got to do this. This is coming in hot, Kelly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got Nick fired up. Yeah. Uh, that guy caught me at a minute. I'm going to take a nap. At a time where I was just like, boop. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. So if, he caught you at a bad time. If you, if I was on, like, let me handle this. I was like, if you're unsubscribing from me, I'm unsubscribing from you. I hope Seems he's fair. So, I, I, fair to I, it's me. too bad he won't stick. <laughs> <He's, laughs> he's, imagine what? he's not going to listen to this video where I went and bought the game. Yeah. Like, Guess what? He probably didn't unsubscribe. He's probably going to hear this. So. Well, he can also hear that. He needs to work on his listening skills. <laughs> because we painstakingly try to do this. But we're going to have to put a disclaimer now. We're so. going to literally have a disclaimer. We're going to have it worked on. So This is Impressions. Impressions of three games. That what we is this, Kevin? Is this a review or is it's it Impressions? Not a review. This is we're not going to run the reel, that no, intro reel that no. says it's a review, that we paid somebody to do an intro reel for us for reviews? Yeah. We're not going to clip this and put this as in the review, under reviews on, on YouTube? We're not going to do that. Okay. Okay. All right. Z- Zap is a, is a first-time caller here. Zap, this is, <laughs> this is, these are Impressions. Oh, uh, you came in at a great time, these Zap. Oh. All right. So we're going to talk about two games that we didn't get to play during the pandemic, which are Ninja Turtles, Rick and Morty. And a new game from Stern, which is The Mandalorian. So where should we start? Ninja Turtles? I think that we played that one the most recently. Let's start in order. Let's okay. start in order. You want to do Mando? Uh, okay. Yes. This. Yes. All right. So we played Mando. Here. Let me set the table. We played Mando. We went to the uh, community beer race and played it for about two hours on the stream. 
You still got that beer, right? <laughs> yeah, which means we, we each played it a few times, but we got to watch each other play. Uh, you know, we saw a lot of the rules. Some of us got to one of the mini wizard mode. Um, so I feel like we got a good feel for the game from a first impression standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a pro. This is the pro. Thank you, RLM. Because that'll be Maybe the not enough to do a, a really great review, but right. enough to get a, a good feel for it. Yeah. And it was played, it was set up good because mm-hmm. I set it up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you clean it. I cleaned it. It, it, it was, it it was, was new. working. It was running the latest code at the time. Uh-huh. Uh, anything else? I think that's no. a, that's all the all the disclaimers. You weren't getting glaucoma from having uh, uh, being in a pizza joint that didn't have any uh, vents? I was not. Yeah, my eyes were not watering so, and yeah, tearing up. We had favorable circumstances is what we were trying to say. Yeah, you, you might call us a first impression. Yeah, that <laughs> might be a thing. It might be a thing you want to call us. All right, so... Um, I, I feel like my first impression, I, it was what I was expecting of the game. It was, it looked good. The shots were fun and different. Um, the sound was pretty good. And then the, the rules are kind of, eh, it's Dwight rules, right? Um, I feel like that's kind of where, where I was at. Um, the, the lanes up at the top left seemed like a waste. They didn't really go up there much. And I feel like that's maybe on the uh, LE and premium. That's why they uh, put the magnet in front of Grogu to drop it in the lanes because it almost never goes there on its own. Otherwise, um, if you if you want to get a multi ball, you shoot the the swing and dong a couple times, and then if you want to do it again, you do it again. You, you shoot that thing like sixteen times, and you're to like a, a mini wizard mode. Yeah, and that was kind of anticlimactic. I didn't even realize that we had done it because there was not little to no fanfare when we got there. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right about that. Uh, the ba- the back area with the the flipper, I felt like that was okay. You weren't back there a long time, you know. The mini play field in the back, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You would kind of bash it around, and if you were doing okay, you could control it a little more. But if uh, you just kind of flail away, it's gonna donk out of there pretty quick. So I I liked that uh, little play field back there. Like it's cool because you, it, it's sort of like you, it's it's tough, it's challenging to keep it up there. Um, it's not like. ACDC under playfield, which is really boring. Like yeah. I hate, like I avoid that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I get the impression, especially with that, is that it's. It, I feel like it's going to be coming a chopping wood scenario where um, completing that and going up there a lot to kind of get to the um, you know real end of the game wizard mode. You got to shoot that shot a lot when you see, when you shoot it up there. It holds it for a second, then drops it, and sometimes it trickles out without even getting on the flipper. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you only get a couple flips. So you kind of like I feel like you get into a point in that game again. This is impressions. I feel like you get into a point in that game where you're just gonna have to focus on it, and that's that doesn't become fun. Shoot it up the hopefully you hit it up the middle round. It's gonna hold it for a second. Hopefully it hits the flipper. Hopefully you can get enough shots off to complete it. Um, that can feel grindy, like super grindy, because it seems like there's quite a bit that you've got to complete for that. Yeah, it's way too critical <laughs> to uh, if you want to get to the wizard mode. I agree with that. Yeah, like the that's gonna be where you get bogged down. I mm, feel like. I wonder if that's what the difference is. You know, James got an LE, so hopefully yeah. he'll be able to go out there and play that. But um, I wonder if that's better or worse when when the playfield's tilting. I could see it going either way. But then you got two flippers that control it. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like it could be better. It's 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 hard to say. And ask me. You know, you asked me a good question the other day about like chopping wood. Mm. Ask me that when we talk about Led Zeppelin Radio. Okay. okay. All right. All right. It's a good um, question. Yeah. So <clears throat> overall, I think like it's it's fine. It's a I like I like the theme. Um, I'm a fan of the show. I like Star Wars. It's probably the best Star Wars game, but that's not saying a whole lot. Correct. Because Star Wars games are garbage in general. Yeah. Um, it's definitely the best looking one. Um, I it's fun to play on location. It's not a game I'd buy. 
Yeah, I think it's exactly. I think you you summed it up. I, I think the uh, I really like the layout. Um, it's unique enough. Uh, the shots are tight but findable, and I feel like they're pretty satisfying. Sometimes I was having issues on the uh, orbits. They seem really tight, and they would sort of rattle around a little bit and not always go up. So I'm like, eh, maybe the orbit shots could be a little cleaner, a little better. Maybe they need an adjustment, which is annoying. Don't want to be doing that. But um, overall, I think uh, Brian Eddy delivered on a, on a, a geometry of the game's good. It's enjoyable. It's fun to shoot. It's not something I even tempted to own remotely, but it's a game that I look forward to when I see it out and, and you know playing a few games on location for sure. I don't think the rules, from what I understand of it, are they're bad. There's nothing remarkable in terms of the rules, but I, I think it's it's fine. It's like the, they're not bad rules. I don't notice any. I mean, maybe I just don't know enough about the game, and there's some fundamental problems in there. Maybe there's some things that are fundamentally awesome, and I missed it. But from a, just an impression perspective, they're fine. They're fine. Nothing remarkable, but fine. Can, can we talk about the typos that were in there? Those Go ahead. You love parts. this. A, I know. It makes there, you there's happy. a ski skill shot. Instead of sneaky, it's a ski. I think they've they've fixed some of these probably because they saw them on our stream. But uh, and there was there was um, what was the other? oh the flame tower they had fixed that in the most recent code. And then there was uh, Skip had clipped this. It was like a, a bazillion times zero or something. It like it made no sense at all. Um, so, and then there was there's also I noticed that uh, there was a call out for like shoot the right scoop, which on the pro there is no right scoop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a premium LE oh, thing. Oh shit, that's, yeah. funny. that's <laughs> yeah, funny. It's pretty bad. I'm like, yeah. So they got some work to do. Yeah, it needs some polish, but th they're, they're working on it. I think I did some good too. Um, we had like one of the first games, and I uh, I noticed that um, Stern Stern has I think pretty much figured out their chipping issues and stuff. They basically, and what I've noticed on uh, like um, the Avengers is that everywhere where they've pulled the art away from from the posts, it doesn't really chip. Um, but on Nick's Avengers, like there's one post where it's not pulled away and, it, and, it, and it's pooling and chipping there. So that's that's the key. It seems to be like there's an it, it, you've got the art and the clear on top of it, and the art separating or the clear's pulling it up, and that's the issue. But there's one thing on the pro where they didn't put a washer, and uh, it was chipping there for us. And and I and I messaged Stern. They were nice enough to get back to me, and they're like, "Yeah, it was like an oversight. We're gonna put a washer there now." So. There you You're go. You're welcome, everybody. There you go. You're welcome. OCD, OCD in play. You're welcome. <laughs> so kudos to them for so, taking care of it. There you go. Those are our impressions of The Mandalorian. Um, so let's talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <clears throat> this came out like mid last year. Uh, it's got um, Borg did the layout. It's got who did software on it? I don't know offhand. On what game? On Ninja Turtles. Dwight. Was it Dwight? Oh, oh yeah. that's right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, Mark Silk on the announcing. Oh yeah, there you go. And then uh, the voice of Silk. <laughs> you got the uh, great art by Zombie Yeti. So the game looks great. The layout is okay. It's interesting. It's Tron esque. Yeah, you own Tron. What did you think? Was it? Did it feel like Tron to you? In no, some ways? not really. Okay, it's amazing. Yeah. So that I mean, that's the amazing thing, right? Like yeah. same designer. You can look at it. and You see, I see some Tron there, right? Yeah. Like most mm -hmm. more Tron than anything else, or. You know, Tron's also the same, you know, it's similar to um, Tommy, it's similar to Funhouse, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of yeah. the first mm -hmm. layout. Um, but even though, like, similar, it's still, it plays, they all, they all play differently, right? right. In the way, oh, it totally, work, yeah. the way it works. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it seems like a kind of challenging, not long ball times or anything like that. Yeah. Pretty mm -hmm. fast. Fast and, and tough, like that right ramp. Yeah. I, it took me a while <laughs> to find it, but once I did, I was, I was hitting it pretty good. Music seemed good. Yeah, it's got a really dumb multi-ball where you just like hit it, hit the center, the easiest shot in the game three times, and you're in a multi-ball. Yeah, it's pretty. pretty it was like, give me multi-ball. Yeah, 
which, which is, you always got to do that on a game. Like, I get it. That's a little too easy, though. Like, you could just, like, I was starting it and I didn't want to. It was like, let me get a mode first and the ball would just go there. <laughs> so the, it's the main shot, like, up by the, uh, the truck or the van, the Ninja Turtles van. Um, what, I mean, I played it five or six times. This is a, look, we should, we should set the stage. We were yeah. at a, a new league member's house. Uh, recently moved to Buffalo. He's got a Ninja Turtles. We played. We were there for a couple hours. Yeah, I awesome played it collection. five or six times. Yeah, um, yeah. Cause that was the one game I was like, all right, I gotta go. I gotta play some Ninja Turtles because I haven't played it. So I, I definitely put some some time on it. Uh, like I made a point to to play that game, and it was okay at first. And then like the more I played it, I was just kind of like, eh, I don't need to play this anymore. It does. It really didn't draw me in. Yeah, I would say I, I would say they have the same impression, right? Like. Um, nothing that I noticed that was really terrible or bad about it. Um, but I didn't find myself spending a lot of time on it or wanting to spend a lot of time on it. So I don't have, um, you know, in terms of impressions and time, I don't, I don't, I don't really have much to say about this game. You know, I, I don't know the rules whatsoever. And I, and it sounds like this is where one area where it really falters. Mm-hmm. I think people are happy with the layout and the presentation. I think it's a really good looking game. Like, Oh, it looks amazing. He had a pro and he had, um, you know, some of the side art and stuff, but still without that, I, it, it, it's like, man, this is a really good looking pro. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a, it's a visually nice machine. It's pretty stacked. Like play field wise too. Like there's a lot on it. You walk up through it and it feels like there's a lot going on there. Yeah. um yeah it it's got some of the weird dwight things in it where like one of the modes is like it puts you into this mode where you can only do that one thing so think of um lupin supers and um ghostbusters where it's like oh i hope you don't want to progress in the game because now you gotta yeah. play this until the time's over so i don't i'm not a fan of that stuff um the scoring seemed really low uh like i was playing it with nick kaiser and he was playing it for a long time and ended up with like 20 million points which for a stern game oh yeah seems low this seems like there's some issues with scoring too because i remember um i I was i think you were in the game with one of us and um i had like 10 million or something but one of the people in my group played like three times as long as i did and like just was still like slightly under me and like i understand in pinball it's like well dude you gotta understand how to play hit the right shots but usually there's not such a huge discrepancy in time and playing it and stuff it just i don't know I don't know enough about it, but yeah, it's not the kind of thing where I'm, I'm interested in the game at all, or I think just like, okay, yeah, there it is. Yep. And it seems like, uh, you know, it's a Dwight game. It's probably a multiplier thing that was the difference, right? I, I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, sometimes he gets into multipliers and sometimes he doesn't, right? So yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> so, I don't want to shit on Dwight. Yeah. I just, I don't know enough about Ninja it. Turtles, eh, I'm kind of like, I don't... I would play it if I had to in a tournament. I probably wouldn't voluntarily play this game very much versus Mando where I would be like, all right, let me, let me play this game. Yeah. Mando, Mando seemed better. Yeah. All right. So now Nick and I have pretty much agreed so far. Like we've had similar impressions of these games. I feel like I got very different, different impressions of Rick and Morty. Sure. Um, I, so we first played this. We've, I've played this twice now. We played it, uh, first when we did the stream at James's house. And then after that, um, again, at the same place where we played, uh, Ninja Turtles, uh, they had a, a Rick and Morty as well. It's like awesome. Get to play some more Rick and Morty. So, I I love this game. I think it's super fun. I can't get enough of it. Once you I, fucking I, marry it, Kevin, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be like Rick and Morty. Come to my house. Let's uh, let's move in together. Um, it's I don't know. I there's something about it that I really like. It's it's hard, but the this has a unique layout, but in a in a fun way. It's not like it's not like a unique layout in a in a, a Houdini sort of way. I find. I feel like it's more, it's, it's kind of like a blend of um, TNA 
and I don't know. It's like TNA with ramps is kind of how I feel. It's 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 brutal like TNA, but it's got a uh, more modern feel to it, which makes sense because it's done by uh, uh, Scott Denisi. Um, yeah, it's it just I would just find myself pushing the start button on this over and over. Um, I feel like the 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 music's really good. The art's fun. Um, the second one we played is actually the Bloodsucker, or the, the first one was the Bloodsucker edition. The second one was the, the standard. I actually kind of like the standard better. The uh, armor on the Bloodsucker edition has like a weird cutouts on it, and they mm-hmm. kind of felt weird on my fingers, which I was not a fan of. Um, so I kind of like the, the standard on that. Um, the, the, the big issue with it seems to be the, the build quality, right? The, <laughs> when I, <laughs> for, for me, that's Sorry for Kevin, for me, um, uh, the second one we played, it had, it would take multiple times to try to launch the ball. And I was like, well, you just need to up this. I was talking to the owner and I was like, why don't you increase the, the power to the plunger, the, the kicker? He's like, well, if you do it too much, then it plunges all the way around and you can't hit the skill shot. So he's like, well, apparently there's a new wire form you can get from, uh, from pinball life to replace the wire form out of the machine, which doesn't work <laughs> the way it's supposed to. I was like, well, that's a problem. And then, you know, I, I hear, I know a few people who own it and they, you know, there's a lot of dialing in and tweaking and, um, you know, re- you know, some people have replaced switches because switches perform better. We talked earlier about the ball falling in the cabinet. Um, so that would be, that's like the one, well, that and general code on Spooky uh, is concerning to me. I feel like the code that's there is fun. I don't know if it would hold up long-term because they have a tiny team. And it feels like once they move on to their next game, they're done with the previous game. You might get one update uh, that fixes some things, but they just can't keep going back to games and supporting the, the past games. So it, I would take it for it is what it is right now. And um, if you like what's there, grab it. But for the price that it commands, man, I mean, these games are going for like eight, nine, ten grand. I was like, I can't justify that for, for this game. Um, so I like it a lot. Would I buy it? Maybe. Maybe I'd trade for it. Um, I do worry that long-term if it, uh, about it holding up rules-wise because I think Skip was telling me like when you get to the wizard mode, it's just like pick a mode you've already played. Does he have one? Uh, no, but he okay. was he was watching a stream or something. Okay. Has, uh, he, has Skip played one? No, he hasn't. All right. He's, uh, he's defending it, but he's not played it. So I would say play it, Skip, and then, <laughs> then see what's up. Um uh yeah and then so the the software and the the, the overall build quality of it isn't going to hold up over time i know skip did have a uh um a tna and he was having problems with that yeah. all the time so well, i think that, he's, he's learned his lesson it, it makes me uh it makes me hesitant to to go into spookies but i do i like the game i think it's fun um i keep playing i would play it any chance i got okay all right well i had a different experience um and i mean the build quality is one thing we talked about and, and I, I'll start by saying good things. I mean, obviously, it's Rick and Morty. I, I like the show. Um, I, I think when you initially step up to the machine, it looks looks pretty good. Um, I don't love the art on it necessarily, but whatever. I mean, it's just colors and stuff. Uh, obviously, it's funny because they took clips from the show, but they also have some custom callouts. Like when he yells, lion, when Rick yells like Lion Man, <laughs> that's, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I didn't know it was in there. You know, I you know the humor is is the kind of thing with with a humor or joke. I mean, how many times does a humor and joke work in a thing? So that once that wears thin and you've heard it, then you can really roll up your sleeves and say, "What's in there in the game?" Right? right. And it's going to be rules 
and the shots. And and then you could say even with the build quality, you can fix a lot of these things. So let's get let's get straight to the rules and the shots. I don't know the rules well enough, so I cannot comment on that because I'm just playing it during a stream and feeling it out. Um, and also it could be the way James has set up his games, but I, I, I had to have some degree of confidence that James knows what he's doing. I got frustrated because um, there's there's two particular shots in the game that seem frustrating. Like the there's the left ramp, which um, I was getting a lot of rejects from, where it would kind of go up, almost like wants to make it and come down now. There's plenty of games where like you don't hit the shot cleanly, perfectly. It will come up and down. I get that. I've been playing pinball long enough. This just struck me as the kind of thing where it's like, Maybe this isn't the best setup or something's up here. Now, for all you people who, were, before you attack me, you're getting nuts. I played one at another collector's house. We went to Patrick's, and his shot better. So he also had the, the bushings fixed on his. Maybe there's some other things. Maybe he had the, the pitch lower. I don't know. That shot, that shot wasn't as bad there, and it, and it felt pretty decent. But, again, I don't know if it's build quality. I don't know what, but that was frustrating to me. Um, and then the garage shot. I think it's pretty much agreed that the garage shot is not a great shot in the game. It doesn't really work well. You have a lot of times where it just doesn't have enough to make it up there, and it's annoying. I, I didn't have a good experience. I couldn't walk away from that game fast enough. I even left like the end of the stream when we're pretty much done. I was like, I'm going to go play Zeppelin because that game's fun to shoot, right? Like, So it didn't do it for me. Um, I actually messaged afterwards because I'm like, is, is this just me? Like, what the hell? I know... I know somebody who's a top 1%. I won't say the name. You yeah. know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. He's a top 1% pinball player in the world. Huge Rick and Morty fan. He's got fucking a million pinball machines. He knows his shit. I was like, dude, what do you think of this game? And he's like, eh. You know, he's like, if I wasn't such a big Rick and Morty fan, I probably wouldn't have it. I'm going to keep it. But, you know, the rules are pretty not that great. Um, he's sort of like the garage shot doesn't work. He, he, he validated that for me. And he's like, if this game came out 10 years ago, it would have been kind of great. But like with what you have, you know, somebody like what Keith's doing and, and some other games and rules, it just it, it, it doesn't stack up to it. Right. And I think that's the thing. It's like, OK, all right. I, mean, I, I thought that was a good assessment of it. So you have to borrow that review from somebody who owns it, loves it. Um, he's keeping it because he's a Rick and Morty fan. But as somebody who, who plays a lot of him, all knows what he's talking about. There's, there's things about that just don't work that great. Yeah. So. Fair. And I, I think a lot of those complaints go back into the build quality <laughs> issue, right? Because it's like, oh, the, the flippers overheat, so if you put flipper fans on them, then they they, uh, they stay cooler, you can shoot the left ramp more. If you fix the flipper bushings, then they, they, you can shoot the left ramp more. So it's it's one of those things where you got to know if you're getting into Rick and Morty that there's going to be, you're going to have to build the last 10% of it yourself. Basically. Will and Noise is asking me, so you have the same complaint about the Led Zeppelin ramps, right? Um, no, I, I had that complaint when I played one that was poorly set up. Mine's dialed in and, and I, I love the way it shoots. It's, it's like butter. I, I, I can I can play that game for like 45 minutes and hit shots. So I guess we'll get to that. There's more more Zeppelin coming yeah, out. Yeah, you're going to get a lot. You're going to get differing <laughs> opinions about the game. So buckle right. up. So there's our, there's our impre- impressions. That's, right. That wasn't a review. Impressions. Thank All you. right. You talk a lot. You're really good at game. I got to go to the bathroom again. I'm pounding water, yelling, <laughs> screaming, him drinking coffee. He's I'm getting amped. himself worked up. Uh, all right. Let's talk about – let's go to game room updates. I can talk about my game room updates. Um, so I've done a few things. I don't think I talked last month about rearranging my game. So if you can sort of see behind me. But over here to my left, your right, uh, I've lined up all of my JJP games. So I used to have my JJP games over here. Now I have too many to fit on this side of the room. So – uh, all five are over there, plus my P3s. So all my big screen games are, are next to each other in chronological order, uh, much to the uh, happiness of, of some of our viewers. 
And um, I have my DMD games over here. So Tron, Adams, and uh, Doctor Who are on uh, the side of the room next to me now. So it, it looks pretty good. Um, what else? Oh, speaking of Flipper fans, I put some on Guns N' Roses. So I bought my first set of um, Flipper fans after uh, watching some other streamers who had them and were happy with them. <clears throat> Small town. Um and so I was like, I'll go, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot. So was, um, they had implemented the new, um, <clears throat> method of, of handling the, the flippers and keeping them from not overheating as much, but I feel like helped a little bit in the software, but over time that you can still feel the fade in the game. And so I bought the, the Tahitian breeze or whatever they are from, uh, pin monk and put them in. They were not cheap. They're like $200 for, <laughs> for three fans, which welcome to pinball ladies and gentlemen, but. I put them in and man, it, it works. <laughs> Thermodynamics, they work, man. You keep the things cool, they stay strong. So, um, Nick, I think you were telling me that the number one game that gets like the hottest is Stranger Things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Pinmonk on his, because I was looking at this up, Pinmonk, uh, he's got like these games rated in terms of like where Flipper Fade is like most prevalent versus like non-existent. And I guess like it, for whatever reason in Star Wars, it's like, it's like almost like non-existent. Yeah. So weird, right? Like from same platform, same yeah. manufacturer. How is that possible? Yeah. Somebody smarter than us, let us know. But that's really weird. <laughs> we need an engineer. Tuna, <laughs> figure it out. Um, he's a plastics guy, though. Yeah, he's still an engineer. He, it's he, true. He, they he, could do everything. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I like him so far. To be determined. Like I know, um, um somebody uh, who watches the channel just said, you know, they had one of the earlier versions of the the flipper fans, and one of them died, but they've had really good service from Pinmonk. So. Um, check those out if you if you're playing a game and you feel like the the flippers are getting weak, it could be because they're they're getting hot. And uh, give those give those a shot; they might help you out. Uh, oh, um, the game on my Neo Geo that's a brand new game in 2021. It's Arkanoid. Uh, it's Arkanoid esque. It's called uh, Hypernoid. And uh, I found this on Twitter. I forget the the person who tweeted it, but. It's from a, a guy called Neo Geo Homebrew, and if you join his um, his Patreon, it's six bucks. You can download the game, so it's really cool, it's very well polished. It's Arkanoid, but there's like boss battles and stuff in it too. I played it for a while the other night, so um, I was able to download that. Six bucks, throw it on my SD cart that's in there, and uh, there you go. I thought that was that was pretty cool to be able to just download a brand new uh, Neo Geo game and give it a give it a go on my my big red cabinet back there. So. It's the Hypernoid. No, he does not destroy pizzas. Um, but check him out, uh, Neo Geo Homebrew on Twitter, or check him out on Patreon if you want to get a new game. You can play it on Mame and uh, a couple other ways too. Um, but he's going to do an official cart release later. It sounds like. All right, Nick, you had a lot going on in your game room this month. Holy shit! I'm making up for lost time. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, okay, let's let's where, where to begin? Where to where to? God, I'm I mean, good. we all came and fixed your games one day. Shit. Uh, start before that okay. uh well okay yeah so i had obviously games that have uh we all know my story of being able to work on games and, and the environmental restrictions but um yeah um rlm is a goddamn hero he was up visiting family uh rocky was up visiting family from uh, maryland area and uh he volunteered he heard my plea for help and he came over and he fixed um uh, big buck hunter and iron man and we tried to do the trap door on, on dialed in, but I think so foobard. Um, I, I 
Jersey Jack, by the way, sent me some. I asked for parts for that, and they're just like, "Here's here's some parts." Nice. It's not a whole like assembly. I just need parts, and they sent it out, and I got it. So, so nice. kudos to them. Thank you. Um, but yeah, the big the big buck hunter was really time consuming and, and and stuff. But I'm really I'm super grateful. What an awesome guy, um, and a, a fellow uh, skinny adult white guy. So <laughs> you know, we we give each other the nod <laughs> when we see each other in the street. You know, there you go. You guys are cut from the same mold. Yeah, it's easy as he says. It's easy to squeeze in between pinball machines, and I would agree. Yep. I'd agree. There's there's benefits. So, um, and Kevin Kevin helped too. It's a, it takes a village to hold up a, uh, the play fields and yeah, and so all that. RLM got the subscriber perk of hanging out near my armpit while I that's held right up the uh, play field. And, and as I said and in Discord, fixed, he, fixed the game. he can he can he can confirm that uh, uh, we both wear deodorant. At least I do. I mean, I did. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I think we would have heard about it if I didn't. Right. <laughs> yeah. The, got the that like forty eight hour shit. You yeah. Know? Exactly. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so I worked on uh, dialed in. We replaced the oh yeah speaker. Yeah, and it seems better. Yeah, yeah, because you you were having some buzzing in the yeah speaker, so we swapped that out. Was there anything? I feel like we did something else too. I don't it's, remember now. Uh, we adjusted. Um, people love this talking about working on games. We, yeah, we adjusted uh, pirates. Blah blah blah. Okay, so we got those games oh, fixed. Post, yeah. Um. So I I also I mean we'll get to I got I got Led Zeppelin obviously. Um, and Led Zeppelin, I've already fucked the game up uh, myself because I, I put a protective. I always put protective uh, stickers on the that um, coin taker cells that go around the flipper buttons. They're clear, mm-hmm. and I've 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 always had good luck with them. And they made way way more sense when like the days of Iron Man, the original run where they were printing on the cabinet. I don't know if you need them nowadays with the um, the glossy decals. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like you Especially obviously in home use. you want yeah you want your cabinets to look good, so it sort of makes sense. Like if I you know greasy hands, yeah. right? The main point of impact you're going to be hitting that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like I, I fucked up and I couldn't get it on right, so I kept on kind of like pulling it off and trying to like get it right. But I also I started I took out some of the gloss so you can see it, and then like it's just so fucked up, it looks terrible. Like I know it's there. It, you probably wouldn't notice it in the lineup games unless you're looking for it. So. Yeah, now I'm gonna get a bunch of things clear, uh, uh, powder coated, and put powder coated rails on there. So there you go. Next, gonna install some powder coated rails. Fuck. So now I'm only <laughs> drilling things into a cabinet. What could go? I'm getting an adult. Somebody adult's gonna come over and supervise. Uh, that's it. But yeah, I, I I think ultimately it's gonna be a good thing because when we talk about the art, I'll, I'll talk about why I think powder coated rails is, is needed on the game. But um, so you did that. Um. What else? Oh, I, I got a the sub adapter from Pinovators. Okay. Uh, I think it's like forty bucks, and it allows you to hook up a, a sub without having to like solder wires into the bottom speaker, which Kevin's helped me with that before. But you just are able to plug it into the spike system. So I put that on on a, a Black Knight sort of Rage. It sounds great. It was really easy to do. I, I love the, I love these these modifications that are super easy. Um, sounds good, work great. So um, that was uh, the sub adapter from Pinovators. Like twenty five bucks, something like no, that. No, I mean they're they're forty bucks. It could eh. be it could be cheaper yeah. considering you can solder yeah. it. But I wanted to, to try it. And I was debating it. I was like, all right, I'll I'll, I'll see how it is. So I'm happy with the solder technique that's free with the wire that I have. In my yeah. Cabinet, so <laughs> yeah, but if you want a cleaner, like something you can undo without you know doing any solder exactly i mean i don't know if like you did a comparison if one would sound better or not that's their claim but you know yeah as long as you get low end i'm fine with the results and then i i i put a a pinwoofers kit because everyone's raving about oh you gotta go people yeah you put pinwoofers kit in led zeppelin so led zeppelin makes sense to me because it's like a music pin right like i don't I don't feel like I need to put anything more than a sub in like these other games, but a music game that seems to like let's squeeze out the the best amount of music. So the Pinwoofers kit is is it replaces the speakers in the back box 
and it also gives you a new sub. And if you ever looked at like the speakers that are in a Stern game, I'm not talking about like the uh, sometimes the LA they put better ones. Um, they put like Kenwoods in there, but they don't put a, an, an amplifier, so it doesn't really matter because right. it's not enough to drive it. <laughs> Anyways, um, if you look at the speaker ones, they're just like they're the crappiest, cheapest speakers ever. They kind of remarkably sound pretty good considering what they they're just a piece of paper, like the subs a piece of paper. Like they kind of sound like pretty good for what they are. Uh, so I put that in there, and these are you know, nice, nice looking speakers. They're pile speakers. They have a tweeter in it now. The stock don't. Um, the sub you can actually you feel it in the cabinet. Um, you know why not just put an external sub? Well, I asked Ben Crane to do that. I mean, Ben Crane is using pin whoopers, so it must be good. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, when I'm playing the game, I like to feel the bass in the cabinet. And he, he's right. That's the thing about the, the music pin where I think it it makes sense to use the pin whooper kit because. You know, I can feel the John Paul Jones bass line when I'm playing Led Zeppelin. And it's like, yeah, I can, I can feel it even more so. Than the, I don't even know if I'm going to put a shaker motor in the game because I can just feel the music. Whereas an external sub, it feels very much divorced from the game. Like, you can feel the sub in, like, uh, Black Knight, but not in the cabinet. Right. So that was that was cool. I think um, overall, my this is, like, more of an impression than a review of the of the Pinwoofer because I, I just installed it money and I'm still playing with it. I think it opens up in some ways a can of worms, and you have to decide if this is is worth it for you. Um, it dramatically changes the sound in the in the game, and also maybe doesn't change it so much in noticeable ways. Like I find that, and they even say this in the instructions that um, because you've got this amplifier that's driving it, um, you're going to hear things you didn't hear in the game for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Um, you really got to figure out how to. You're, you're almost got to become an audio engineer. You got to really figure out how to dial maybe in the settings on the amplifier itself. Then when you go into the Stern spike system, there's an EQ, and because you know Stern's crappy speakers without a tweeter, they have that game sounding as good as it's going to sound. Well, now you add better speakers with a tweeter, and it's being driven. It doesn't necessarily work like the. Um, I've been having trouble like some of the 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 highs in it, like some of the guitar solos, like on Communication Breakdown is like ear piercing to me. Like, oh, um, I don't know if you're like this at all, Kevin, like if you ever hear sometimes like glass break, if like it's really loud or maybe it's like really high, maybe treble or something or high frequency, it like, it's bothersome. And I can, in rare circumstances, I can pick it up. I'm sensitive to that. Okay. So I'm having that. Like I'm, I'm I, I talked to Dan, who's awesome. He, he is, he, that's his business. Um, super nice guy, super responsive. He's, he's helping me dial it in. Um, I've read in forums. People have spent like days, like, working at it like it gives you a lot of control and power over it which is a good and bad thing so if you want something you're just going to put in there and it's going to sound good that might not be for you but if you're like if you're just like man i love this like i not only i can get this sounding better but i love having full control then this is perfect i'm in that range where i'm like okay i i'll run upstairs and listen to like the same song on like my sennheiser speakers through my deck i'm like how's it sound there okay i'm still tweaking so maybe next month i'll come back and see how i feel about it but that's where i'm at so I think it makes sense. And if I got like another music pin from Stern, I, w- I would consider it. I'm not going to put it in my other games. I-, I don't think it's needed, but. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <clears throat> Did, yeah, I was, I was just going to ask what Chrome Candy said, if he provides like recommended settings per game. Because you can, you know, not only on the on the um, amplifier itself, but in the game. You know, I'm sure people have played with it and gotten to a, play, a point where they're happy with it. And then you could kind of tweak from there to your own personal liking. So it's good. It's good that they do that. Um, yeah, so Wildcats talking about, you know, they, they, they drive the highs over overdone because the speakers can't reproduce them as flat as decent speakers can. So, yeah, I figure that's what's going on. So it's just I'm getting into, like, 
in the EQ, the kilohertz. I'm like, well, how do I move this one? I don't want to lose the cymbals, but I don't want the wailing guitar piercing my ears. So right. it's a lot of playing around with it now that I have better speakers. But obviously, the stock settings that Stern has is just incompatible fit. And as Chrome Candy says, like they they have a blog and there's a post on Pinside where people have the recommended settings. I did the recommended settings like out of the gate and I hated it. Oh really? Um, it was burying the um, the callouts. Okay. And emphasizing the music. And again, my ears may be more sensitive to the high pitch, and that wasn't dialed into to how I think it needs to be done. So a lot of playing around. So yeah, there are recommended settings. And even Dan was like, oh yeah, that seemed too high what this person recommended. He did, he just takes it sometimes from people maybe that he trusts and posts it on there. So again, just, just go into it. And again, says in the instructions, go into it knowing that you're going to have to play around with it. But I think everything is in there. Obviously, the speakers are better. The system's better. Everything's in there. The tools are there. You're just going to have to invest some time, yeah, right? You got to tinker with it a little bit. And, and you're talking about music that was recorded 50 years ago. And then every track is probably a little bit different, right? Like yeah, they're different yeah. albums. So mm-hmm. you start like really like, oh man, this song sounds really good. This doesn't. And you can agonize over it. But I think the end product's going to be really good. What I really wish I can do, and and I don't... I don't want to go to that pizza place again, but I want to go to I want to go back and play a stock like Led Zeppelin and hear how it sounds. And I think that's when I'm really gonna learn to appreciate the system. Yeah. Um. After I get so used to this and be like, I can never, I can never go back to stock on it kind yeah. of deal. I suspect that's gonna be the case. Yeah. Well, it's like when like even just hooking a subwoofer up to something like Hobbit and then hearing the hearing the smog talk and having it shake. Uh, versus like playing it without it, you totally notice the difference. When yeah, you, when you go back and forth, the so bass sounds fantastic. Yeah, the bass, good. the bass in the cabinet, and feeling like the bass line—that sounds great. It's just I think the the having the tweeter in there introduces it, it's a it's a positive and negative, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's where it's going to start agonizing over that. And you got to balance the attenuation, and the attenuation doesn't make sense like normally when you think about it. Like, oh, I make it negative, makes it louder, and oh yeah, yeah. it gets really yeah. weird, right? Yeah. Like I'm in that weird zone of playing with it, so just. No, you're going to have to put some time to getting it sound good. Does it rattle the glass that you have to? No, like, no, no, no. Uh, because that's always my concern about in-cabinet woofers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um they include some, like, tape. Yeah. And I had that problem with Flipper Fidelity, like, 10 years ago when I did uh, ACDC. But, no, I think, though, like, with Led Zeppelin, that glass is really tight in there now. So okay. that's not a concern. But, like, other games where the glass is not as tight, you probably would want to put the um, included um, tempering tape. Okay. So yeah, they think of that. It's good that they include it. I got to say, though, man – um. The install couldn't be any easier. It was. It maybe took me an hour, but it's really he he has all the wires like set up and ready to go. Super plug and play, super easy. I did it, which is the biggest. Like, <laughs> so he he's nailed it. I guess this is like maybe version two point or something. Like yeah. he's made it even easier. Um, I followed the video from straight down the middle, and and watched what they did, and I was like, I can do this. I watched Greg struggle a little bit, so shout out to you, Greg. <laughs> Me and you, man. There's some, Let's some have a pinball repair uh, channel. There's a testimonial for your marketing material. Pinwoofer, even Nick yeah. Lane can install. And Dan was telling me there's actually um, even some some other videos on their site that are, are really good tutorials. So yeah, so, so super well done. Check it out, Pinwoofer. Um, I, I think overall I'm gonna really love it. I just gotta spend more time with it. RLM says pizza logs. What about pizza logs? I, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I thought you had a thing going about pizza logs. Um, I think that was, was that all you had for gamer updates? That was a lot. Oh, you bought a Led Zeppelin. We we hinted at that earlier, but that that's a big gamer update. Yeah, yeah. So Led Zeppelin, I'm I'm in the process too. I, I mentioned powder coating, but I, I think I found a local powder coater. So I'm doing adventures in powder coating. I got um some raw side rails from um Coin Taker, 
that are the LE ones. Oh, nice. So, like, I know, like, Pinball Life does, like, the lollipop ones so you don't have to screw, or you can't even screw because there's no holes in there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we talked about, oh, I got to screw into a cabinet. But I think, like, it's weird when the, the side rails hover. You know what I mean? Like, you I, don't want that space in, in, in the way you hit games and move games. Yeah. It just seems weird. I want it kind of, like, you know, really attached to the cabinet. I mean, it screws to the side, so I feel like it's not going to hover. I feel like I've played ones where they put the lollipop rails. I mean, they're still like they're still not secured where you're hitting the game and moving the game and yeah. hitting the button. Yeah, I don't know. Most people do that, but I mean, Stern, Stern, like let's let's face it. I mean, Stern's screwing it in on the LE. Yeah, yeah. So okay, fair enough. We'll yeah, because I was I was thinking about doing some some rails or something. Coin Taker recommended screwing it in. Uh, oh, okay. But then again, he doesn't. I was, I, like, I was also in a conversation when I told him I fucked up putting a sticker on. So <laughs> it's like you better screw this in. <laughs> yeah, but when I'm talking to the powder coating people, like they were, it's funny. There was like at one of the places I went to, there were pinball legs there. Other people had been going there. I don't know who this is, but um, I guess they're looking at the ones that are already powder coated. Obviously, all the Stern games are powder coated and stuff already. Like that's powder coated, right? That's no, the type. Well, that's no, that's powder. Black yeah, black yeah, powder that's yeah. powder. That's a type of powder coat. But like, it's harder for them to to do that. They're like a little unsure. So I was trying to get as many like raw parts as possible. So I got like raw Stern legs. Yeah, they were like fifty bucks from Pinball Life. Yeah, they're not bad. Rather than like a hundred dollars for a uh, powder coat, so that way I can swap it out without taking it uh, disassembling a game. So. Right. It'll be interesting next month. Uh, <laughs> potentially, you can hear uh, my misadventures or adventures. <laughs> adventures in powder coating. Yeah. All right. Um, good game room updates. Let's do some Buffalo updates real quick. So if you're if you're a local player, uh, we have our league returning. Uh, right now, it's open only to uh, previous league members. So this is going back to the 2019-2020 season. If you were in the league, uh, now is your time to, to jump back in. Starting on August 2nd, I think it was, we're going to open it up to everybody. Yeah. Um, so for any remaining spots, yeah, right now there's only like 11 remaining spots and I assume that there might only be like a handful. So yeah, don't, don't, don't mess around. If you're listening, this is your uh, pro tip. Yep. And we got a charity tournament coming up. Have we picked a date for that yet? Um, I had to verify, but I think it's going to be, what did we, the 22nd, I believe 22nd, I think is a Sunday. Yeah. So we're just working on picking the charity. There's some, there's some things and and confirming with Masuda Childs, but the, the thought is it's going to be Sunday, uh, August 22nd. So yep. that's what we're working with. We'll see. And we're going to do Stallball? <laughs> Hell yeah. It's going to be like the uh, community, uh, um, community, community Beer Works tournament that we did right before All Hell Broke Loose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was fun. So It was fun. We'll be down at, at uh, our friends at Masuda Chow's playing their games downtown Buffalo. And <laughs> Mr. Bubble said he's going to stall your ball. And he's gonna keep Mr. Bubbles is gonna be our new. Uh, I'll stall your ball. <laughs> our new uh, uh, stati- statistician and uh, chief right. Crocs officer this year. Good so. job, good job. You've been promoted, good job, Nick. You can ruin pinball. You're getting there. <laughs> Operating, being being an official. Look at you. Woo. All grown up. You're putting him to work. You're all grown up. All right. I think that's all. Anything else for for Buffalo? I think that's no. a lot. Give us, we give us Snickers. Anything. No, I don't. You want Snickers? <laughs> I got a beer in there if you want it. I need, uh, I would, I'm like starving. I will fall. Up. I will fall over. I did so much <laughs> yelling already today. He's getting himself oh worked up. Oh my god! All right. Are we? Re- Guess what? Guess what's coming next? This is a review, and you know how you can tell. Here's a key. Here's a key. Here's a key way to tell. Here, here's how you know. It says reviews. Look at that's because this is a review. Yeah, and uh, not an impression. <laughs> Doesn't say impression. It says reviews. And what are we reviewing today? We're reviewing 
Led Zeppelin. We could do the pro premium and alley. I mean, premium and alley are the same, yeah, but we could exactly. talk about the art, we've, right? We've played them all. Let's um, let's have some caveats. So, I've had the game now for more than a week. Mm-hmm. How much time have you spent on the game? Would you say like how many games would you have played? And does that include the time when I kicked your ass on the stream? Yeah, uh, you know, the, <laughs> you know, like, and I wasn't just being pissy at Rick and Morty because I was losing because I was lo- I got my ass kicked on uh, Led Zeppelin, but I was having fun with that game. Yeah. So I just wanted I just want to say like, oh, Nick's losing. He's mad. No, no, no. I was mad at I was mad at fucking Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, so we, I played it, I went with Nick Kaiser one night and played it at the pizzeria. I went back with you and played it at the pizzeria. The so Grove. pizzeria, you probably played three or four games, maybe, maybe well, three. No, more than that. Cause you and I played like, probably, oh, cause you, you've been a couple times, I've been, right? I've been there okay. twice. All right. Uh, and then we played it at Ben's and then I don't think I played it at all at Patrick's. No, I was busy playing Rick and Morty. So yeah, maybe like 15 times altogether. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, which I feel like is enough, you know, when you've been playing pinball for 15 years, it gives you enough of a feel for a game. Um, and let and me, let me put another caveat cause okay. I, I know you're going to be <laughs> negative about this. So I'm, I'm just getting this out there. All right. Are you a stern hater? No. Will you ever buy another stern again? Uh, new, probably not. Okay. All right. I don't hate their games though. I just, I don't feel the need to buy their games because they're everywhere. You got mad at Stern though because I, well, of the they call their customers a bunch of criminals. Okay, but you did get mad. You, yeah. you do have, you do harbor like a, a little bit of a I mean, bias. Gary Stern's kind of an asshole. So, all right, all right. See, <laughs> I just want to temper it, right. and that's fair. And I, I appreciate Kevin being honest. Like <laughs> I think you just gotta. He's a little upset, and it's not, it's not unjustifiable. I just, I wanna, I wanna just acknowledge yeah. that. Okay. You call your customers criminals. I don't want to be your customer. Sorry. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll play your games though. They're fine. Okay. Yeah. He's a little upset. Yeah. All right. Smiley, you guys know that. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. You also don't own any music pins. They've never been tempted. Yeah. You, li- no, you like them, but you don't. GNR own. was the only first music pin I've ever bought. And yeah. Yeah. There's just something about music pins that I don't really yeah. like. Whatever. So. Uh, all right. So uh, let me give you the details on Led Zeppelin. It says Steve Ritchie design, uh, art by Steven Jensen, which I had never heard of before. Uh, suffered by Tim Sexton, sound Bob Baffy, and uh, pricing is sixty one ninety nine for MSRP, seventy seven ninety nine for the premium, and ninety one ninety nine for the LE. Um, you know, street prices vary a little bit, um, and so there you go. So let's t- get into it by talking about the art, which we're looking at the cabinet art right now. They said Kev still owns a Tron. He hasn't hate Stern that much. Kevin owns a Tron like people own Rick and Morty and don't like the game. You know, it's like their dream theme. But I love Tron. I think I, know. They, I think it's a great game, though. It is a great game. Yeah, it's don't give me that. But shit. it's also your dream theme. Too. It is. Like I mean, it's it's my dream. That's theme. never leaving. Yeah, so that's staying. But I also think it's a really fun game. And they weren't calling you a criminal then. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I bought it secondhand, so they didn't get any any of my All money. Right. So there you go. All right. All right. Buy your Stern secondhand. I think I, I, Kevin disclosed any bias or any <laughs> justified it. So there we go. There you go. Um, well, I, I talked a lot about it. The art in our preview. Uh, why don't you talk about the art here? So I mean, the the art is uh, they used assets from their their two of their albums and then the third uh, LE is just kind of their own creation. I understand. I don't think that's that's not from an album or anything. Yeah, it's like the Icarus and. Whatever. Um, you know, I I like the I like the premium the best. Even I mean, it's their first art. It's 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 iconic. So here's the thing about art. I mean, this is what people first examine it and and go nuts over when a game's first released. Like, ah, oh, you know, it's just their album art and. And blah blah blah. There's no creativity here. Blah blah. Restricted license. Well, you know, not every game you have iconic art to pull from. So you've got to create your own art for it. And you know that that's these days it's usually a good thing because 
Um, especially Stern, they've been hiring really good artists and stuff, so so it looks good. Now you have, I'm sure they were restricted on the license, and this is why this is what it is, but in this case, you've got an iconic first album from Led Zeppelin. I like the art. I like the cabinet art. I, I'm glad they went with that. It, it, it To me, it, it works. Um, the playfield art, again, like the playfield art is... Is good in, in my opinion. I'm 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 fine with that. I know that people examine the hell out of it, and we had like some artists I remember in the forums examining why it's so bad. But it's more than gets the job done. I, I'd say it's good. It's not something that I would write a book about and or have a poster of and show off the art to everybody. Uh, but it's 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 very it's highly functional. Sometimes I think art can get really really it can be really good, but can be really busy on a playfield. This is not the case. It it works well with the lighting. I think if, if, if you want to hear criticism of the art from me, um, I think the art works best with the LE, but it, uh, it clashes with the other two models, especially the one I have on the premium. You've got sort of the, the black and white on the premium, and then you've got this really kind of colorful play field. Um, it just, it, it, it clashes, right? It's like neither one is bad, but put together, it doesn't flow well and make sense. Um, which is I've been agonizing over sort of because I'm going to put the powder coat on it. I think I'm going to go kind of like this like um, kind of orange that's more reddish kind of deal blend, and I think that will help create more of a um, a transition. It's going to pick up the uh, Led Zeppelin text on the cabinet, and it's going to flow better with the playfield, and I think that's going to look good. Somebody posted on Pinside with that, and I was like, damn, this this looks this look. I was originally going to go with black, but I was like, this this helps it kind of clash less or, or transition a little bit better so yeah. there you go i don't like the pro artwork it's their third album but whatever i i yeah i think the the orange is a good choice for the premium after seeing i always want to see the um the powder coat on a game to see how it really looks but yeah yeah i like that i don't always like it um but as a package overall i couldn't disagree more <laughs> about the art i think this is one of the ugliest pinball machines out there i'm not a fan of the art i agree that it's it's period appropriate. It's um, theme appropriate. It's their artwork. It's their album artwork. But when I think of like pinball machine and pinball machine art, I want to see something more like uh, look at the limited edition of Metallica. That's the Master of Puppets art, but it's done in a new way, created ex- exclusively for the pinball machine. Uh, it fits the space really well. They didn't just take the existing art and, and put it on there. Um, you know, so I would have loved to see something like that. So take, take, uh, some Aerosmith style art. And, and if that's, you want to make that, you know, crazy kind of uh, dirty Johnny look on, on Led Zeppelin, I would, I would much rather see something like that. Make, make art that, that's a fit for the machine. Um, make, make it look as good as you can. I know, obviously, you know, everybody's going to say license restrictions. And I know Zeppelin, Zeppelin and Beatles are like some of the most restrictive licenses you can get out there, but Honestly, that this is our reviews. These are our opinions. We're giving our sub, these are subjective things. I don't like the art. I think it's ugly. Uh, I would not uh, enjoy this game in my lineup art wise. All right, there well, you go. There you go. Well, listen, I have a. Uh, you want to talk ugly art? I have um, Sopranos in the basement, and I think the art is terrible on the back glass. Um, I think the art is is hideous on the playfield. This art's way better than and this playfield. It's way better than that. I mean, that's a low bar. Um, and then the backlash on the uh, Walking Dead premium is just ter- right. terrible. Walking Dead has terrible art. <laughs> it is terrible art. So, you know, again, I'm I'm 100% happy with the iconic art. It's Led Zeppelin. It's, it's, it's again, I, I, iconic. That's, that's, that's what I come back to. That's what it is. Like, now, 
you gave a good example about Led Zeppelin and then doing different take on that. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Metallica and then doing a different take on Master of Puppets. Yeah, then that, that's true. I mean, like, could it have been better if they took that iconic art and then, you know, did something around that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I'm perfectly fine with it. It's just the way it clashes is more of an issue. Fair. Okay. Uh, all right. Sound. So... This, I don't have a lot of experience sound-wise, so I've played it in some kind of noisy environments. Um, the the pizza place is not a great place to get a, a feel for the sound. On the stream, we had the volume down to kind of you know adjust for the, the DMCA and the bots picking it up and muting it. Um, so I, I think at James's house, I probably heard it the best, but I didn't really play it there. So I'll defer to you on the sound on this. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, they um they have a, like a, a an announcer, like a British announcer, right, doing like calling out like super jackpots, you know, lock is lit kind of kind of deal kind of stuff. So it's it's narrating what's kind of what's going on. I think it's he's appropriate. He's not in there too much in the mix. He's not in there too little. I wish there was call outs for like when you get like super pops and stuff because mm. it's hard to look up. I mean, I was talking to Raymond Davidson about this, and and he's like, well, you know, they flash and stuff and. It's easy to miss if you didn't know. Like when you hit that upper, um, the upper flipper shot to the ramp, mm-hmm. you you probably wouldn't know that you started a super thing, okay. right? Like you're not looking up at the screen. You might not know why the pop uppers flash because there's other reasons why they flash too. So like that's like an omission. But overall, like the the announcers, good callouts are good. Um, not too much, not too little, uh, and the rest of the sounds are like kind of thumps and like spinner noises and and again i I think it's a delicate balance when you're doing a music pin it's like you don't want to get in the way of stuff but you still it's a pinball game you've got to have some feedback to the user and i'm I'm fine how that works i think it's good um i i think the when the magic the electric magic comes up and you rip the spinners like you know like it makes like a really cool like spinner noise when you rip it and you get a grip on it and the lights go off on it like it's it's a cool moment so i'm i'm happy with the sound on it yeah i think my the most disappointing thing to me in the sound is like okay so you start the game it just starts playing a song and you're playing the game and the song ends and there's silence and then another song starts there's like no fanfare there's no uh i don't know there's there's nothing to i think of gnr when i get to the end of the song and the the ball drains and the the crowd starts cheering and it says encore it's like oh it gets you hyped up you're like yeah i did it let's go into this next song and then the lights change and it goes crazy so um i feel like it doesn't have the level of presentation it could have. Uh, and, you know, that's just from that one particular uh, aspect of it. But to me, that was a disappointment. Well, you know, he says call arts are terrible. Like a Simpsons character faking a British accent. I, I didn't. Maybe I don't know. Are you British? Or maybe <laughs> I'd have to ask like Mark Silk if like, I'd be like, is it bad? Like I, I didn't. If it's bad, I didn't pick up on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Listen, but we're also not British. So I am sensitive. I am sensitive to sound. Like if sound is bad i I'm, I'm a sucker for a game of good sound you know like and, and if it was bad i probably would notice but whatever yeah but you know playing it the music is like it's led zeppelin music so if you like zeppelin <laughs> it's good it's no yeah as rlm it's no game where i'd saying super features boosted <laughs> you'll never get that again i love that yeah yeah boost them <laughs> boost it. you gotta boost those super features super features boosted maybe they can get that for the the super modes and the super pops i fucking stuff. boost them if i boost them like three times in a row i'm rewarded with that and i always <laughs> i always say that and i do it love it thank you ed there you go um but yeah it yeah thinking of like we were at your house playing uh, Black Knight sort of rage, and the, the callouts in that game are hilarious. Uh, I love. Oh, I love I, that. Yeah, I love the humor and the that's an example of callouts done really well. That's done really well, right? Like this is this is like fine. It gets the job done, kind of deal. Like yeah. there's nothing bad about, but like 
the Black Knight, obviously, Sword of Rage, it's like exceptional. Yeah. Right? You know, um, Deadpool's exceptional. Yeah. So it's like Black Knight, Deadpool, and then you got Led Zeppelin and whatever else in the middle here, and then you got uh, um, uh, Avengers. Right. <laughs> Correct. Perfect. Perfect way to, perfect way to like wrap like the, the sound, other than obviously the music, yeah, right? But, you know, music, music. Only, yeah. yeah. Um, the spinner sound effect's cool when you get the electric magic. I do like that. I, I like that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, they so, did a, they did a good taste and um yeah yeah toys uh I really like the toy on this and and this is this is hilarious because we've joked about this in the past like oh the spinner's the toy you got a spinner that's a toy it hides right and it comes up no but like just even oh, just yeah. like a spinner on a machine yeah yeah and Stern's like oh you fucking think spinner's a toy <laughs> what if we make the spinner a toy <laughs> we'll get those guys yeah uh I I I really like the electric magic and um I think one of the reasons I I I like the way this works is is on the premium. It's not up all the time, right? And this is—I think it's a—it's a—it's balancing this this feature, this toy of it, right? You, you, when it comes up, it—you it, can still hit shots. It takes away some of the flow and stuff, right? So you don't want it up all the time, but you want it to be a moment. And maybe it comes up like one or two times, and like it could be like a half an hour game, right? Like you can try to focus on bringing it up more, but you kind of got to focus on it, which is nice. If that thing was up all the time, I think it'd be a problem. Um, but. I, I, I'm finding that in terms of a toy, I, I like games where the toy can kind of change the geometry of a game. Like, um, think uh, the, uh, the the crane on P3 and like Batman, uh, Bat, Batman, Dark Knight, um, Big Buck Hunter with the with the 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 buck. Like that that's literally changing the geometry and the shots in the game, and that's what the spinner does, right? And more, more, more shots come up, you can brick off it and have it come back at you. So. I think it's a great toy, and again, what they what they do well with it is that they've integrated um, good lighting with it and a good sound with it. So you know, who knew that the uh, spinner can be so fun? But I, I like it. Did you find? Do you find that it gets in the way when you're trying to progress through modes and stuff like that? I heard somebody else make a comment um, like that. Yes and yes and no. Um, it's when you're a multi ball. This is a very multi ball heavy game. We'll get we'll get to that in the rules, but. When you're in multi-ball, and there's sometimes six-ball multi-ball, that's harder to hit shots in the game because I feel like you, if you just start wailing on the fly... It's going to start hitting that and going crazy. Yeah, not only that, but even when that's not up. Like, mm. good luck hitting shots, yeah. right? Like, mm. you're just going to spray and pray. You kind of really got to aim your shot. And when you're aiming a shot or single-ball play, you can really get into a flow. That kind of falls apart when you're in multi-ball. So, multi-ball is almost like a... It's a weird detriment in some ways. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, you can actually still hit the center ramp when that's up there. I don't think that there's a there's an, I don't think there's a ramp that you can't hit. You can still hit all the all the shots. Remarkably okay. enough, you can even hit the Icarus from the right thing. So you can hit the okay. you can hit the left ramp for, when that's up, and you can hit the Icarus shot on the, from the right flipper. So yeah, you can hit you can hit the ramps, and the ramps and and the orbits are the um, the the song shots. So yeah, you're fine. Uh, so when we were playing at Ben's, frequently we would be uh, playing the, the the electric magic would come up. And then it would just, like, we'd lock a ball, and then it would plunge a ball, and then it would just, like, instead of having to hit the ball out of there, it would just fall in there, and it'd be like, okay, you got multi-ball. And to me, that's very, very anticlimactic. It's like, yeah, that's, nail that shot. Yeah, that, that's disappointing, right? I don't, know, I don't know if there's any, I don't think there's anything they can do. So, um, how the spinner works is when it comes up, you got to, like, charge the magnet, like, by, so, you know, hang the spinner enough, we'll charge the magnet, and then it's really cool. You shoot it in there, and the magnet engages, and it takes the ball and it drops below the play field, right? Mm-hmm. And then it spits out um, another ball in play. 
and you have like a, a timers going on. It's like doing a countdown for what the possible jackpot could be, mm. plus a timer. So I think it might start like twenty seconds times whatever the value is that you've kind of locked in or, or something like that. And then you want to uh, lock a ball either in the far left eject or the far right orbit eject. Sort of like um, think T two, right? Yep, yep. And then and that's multiplying. Then it's like maybe twenty times whatever the jackpot is. Or if you lock both, then it's like it starts to timer at forty seconds times what the jackpot is and now it's a race to and then the electric magic comes up and you hit it um you hit the ball free Mm -hmm. from the electric magic and it's kind of on a timer it's really cool i like how it's like a push your luck thing do i do i just take the the jackpot right now or do i push my luck and try to lock more balls but every time i'm missing those shots the timer's going down my jackpot gets lower so i think that's really cool and really fun good rule integration problem is sometimes when it shoots another ball into play it can dribble from the backside and hit the ball loose, and suddenly you're in multi-ball without the chance to lock another ball. It's not the end of the world. Um, ways to counteract that is maybe change the um, uh, strength of the auto launcher or just plunge yourself. I find on my game the way it's set up, and probably it's gonna, it, it maybe happens maybe 50-50, you know, okay. maybe less. So mm-hmm. sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So they tricked us into the spinner being a toy on the, on the LE in the premium. There's nothing on this pro. This is like one of the most barren pros I've seen in recent days. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, spoiler alert, the, the, the premium melee is definitely the way to go with this game. Um, you know, it's just, there's also lighting. We'll get to that. But yeah, this game is is clearly designed with that toy in mind. That toy is not everything in the game. And it's like I said, it's not up a lot, but it just, it, it's just the the pro feels so lacking. It's so it. obvious that there's something missing there, right? It's just like I think this so. Big open area, which on the pro it seems like there's nothing on this game. But when you play the premium LE, it's like, oh, that's why, because there's supposed to be this. Thing. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think that's a, a fair comment. I mean, I like. I told you before. I mean, I like like 24. Like, I like games that tend to be an open play field. I I, I tend to like games like that. I, I like games when shots are far back. So that's fine. But even in 24, you have things that pop up, right? Mm-hmm. So, um. The, obviously, the premium alley feels like this is what the game is. The pro definitely, you definitely feel like you you're, you're missing something. In a lot of circumstances, there's a lot of games where sometimes, man, the, the pro's even better than the premium or plays better than the premium alley, even though, mm-hmm. or maybe the features that it's missing are so negligible. You're like, yeah, you can comfortably get the pro and not feel like you're you're you have the lesser version. So, like to speak. Guardians of the Galaxy, right? This like, is like, oh, yeah. do I want arms covering half of the playfield so I can't see my shots? Correct. And also an extra magnet or two, All right? Like who cares? This is like an easy case of like easy recommendation, get the premium Morelli. Yep. Period. Like if you're going to get this game. Not to say that you can't have fun with the pro. I had fun with the pro at James's house, but if you like the game and you want to get it, get the premium Morelli. And we're talking toys, so that's why we're talking that. Yeah. All right, let's talk display and lighting. Um, you have the, uh, what is it called? The expression lighting? The Turtles pizza spinner is more interesting than the Led Zeppelin spinner. I guess this is where we have different, uh, <laughs> different opinions, man. If you <laughs> think a spinning disc is, all right, God. Subjectivity. Subjectivity. That's how it works. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. so the lighting and the display. I, um, uh, I, I think I'm spoiled by Guns N' Roses. Like, I <laughs> like playing Zeppelin after playing uh, Guns N' Roses lighting wise it's it's not even in the same hemisphere as as Guns N' Roses um even I mean I have the I have the pin stadiums on mine but even before I had the pin stadiums on there it GNR blows it away um it's it's fine for what it is I feel like stern light shows are always just they're okay but and you get a little bit better on the premium LE because you'll get like color changing GI and a little more uh fanciness on there 
but even you know they put the expression lighting which is if you don't know they're like embedded in the side of the cabinet and it seems like they're just doing like an eq kind of like feel for a lot of the light shows where it's just like kind of pulsing with the beads not all the time like they're that. doing other things too uh, but you know that's what i that's it's what not, I it's when not I just eq it. it's okay. not just eq and um, and i think you would have noticed it more if like i notice it way more obviously when i have you know like my arcade lighting you know what i'm saying yeah. like when the lights aren't on so yeah. I and mean, i'm sure that's probably the same with with uh, uh guns and roses but I mean, yeah, you, you, this is the thing. It's like you can't review this game about talking about Guns N' Roses, mm. right? Like, they, they came out roughly the same amount of time. There's a lot of similarities. I mean, there's also stark differences in, in, in these games. So you got to talk about it a little bit. And, yeah, I mean, look, Guns N' Roses, this is like, this is not up for debate. Guns N' Roses has better lighting. But to say that is like, I I, I think the lighting is really good on, on Led Zeppelin, like, I, I, I think the lighting is really busy on Guns N' Roses, and people might have a... I, I'm fine if I understand what's going on. I think it's really good. Guns N' Roses is better. I want to own both games, by the way. Like, let me just put that out there. I want to own both games. I'm, I'm like, my ideal winning is having both. Um, Guns N' Roses lighting is better. But that shouldn't be used as a, like, knock towards the lighting on Led Zeppelin. I think it's fantastic. I was playing it last night with the lights off. And I was just kind of listening, playing around with the music, right, to get it right, and I can actually pay attention to the lighting. I think it works well with the play field. It's not overly busy. Um, it's it doesn't have as many stuff going on as Guns N' Roses, but again, that that shouldn't be like the lighting to me is like a ten out of ten on that game. And if I'm going to say that's a ten out of ten, then then Jersey Jacks is like eleven out of ten, right? Like that's that's kind of like where I'm at with that. They, they they're both impressive. It's just unfortunate that it came out the same time because Jersey Jack is kind of going to beat things on presentation all the time on Stern. It's just the way it is. Um, but it's good, and it's more than the EQ that Kevin's saying. There, there's more going on there. And I think I said this about um, Black Knight sort of rage when I had it in my house and I had like I can control the lighting in the room, right? I think Tim, um, I'm assuming it's Tim that's doing the lighting coding on these games. I think he he's really good at lighting. Like I've noticed like, I, I, I've noticed his work on two games now, two recent games, and I, I think if that's him, he's doing a good job. I, I, like, I like what he's doing on them. Yeah, so. I mean, I'll give you it's better than most urns, but uh, it never made me feel... Uh, so, to take you back, I got Guns N' Roses. It was the first one off the line. So, my, my opinion of the, the GNR experience was totally like, I wasn't hearing other people talk about it. And I was just playing this game in my house. And I was like, I feel like I'm at a concert when I'm playing. Like, I've, I've gone to yeah. hundreds of shows in my life. Music is something I love. I have records all around my, my game room. And it made me feel like I was at a concert, which was really cool in a year when I hadn't been able to go to one because of the pandemic. So I never got that feeling when I was playing um, uh, Zeppelin. It's got cool lights. Right. It doesn't remind me of a concert. I don't think they're necessarily going for that, right? Yeah. I mean, like, obviously the Jersey Jack team is like, this is the world on glass. We're creating, we're creating a concert experience in a pinball machine. And, and they nailed it. I don't. Stern's like, we're going to put some psychedelic cool lighting in, in art, and art. And that's what it is. But it's not like you're at a concert, right? So, again, if if... And they won. They won this in the, the award for lighting and stuff. Oh, yeah. it, it, it's better lighting, but that shouldn't be used as a detriment to that uh, uh, Let's Up. And I think the, the team did a fantastic job with it. Fair. Okay. Um, gameplay. All right. So we're talking about the, the layouts, the shots, how things feel when you're shooting them. Uh, we had, <laughs> if you listened last month, we had a terrible experience with the game on location. It was set up bad. It was already playing like garbage somehow, even though the game only came out in December. Um, 
playing a, a dialed-in one definitely feels nicer. It's it feels like a, a Richie game. Um, the layout, it just feels it feels like a greatest hit Steve Richie game. And um, Did we talk about the display on uh, no, I guess we didn't. No. Yeah, let's so, talk about so that. yeah, I mean, look, you're not, a, they're, they're playing like concert clips, but they have other things intermixed with it. I and mean, that's the footage of Led Zeppelin, you know, yeah. there wasn't music videos and stuff. I don't know what else you do. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what it is, but they're not going for, you're at a Led Zeppelin concert. I don't think too much. I mean, they do have some audience, I guess, at the end clapping, but yeah, I mean, I know, I like the, I like what they did with it. It's not like, I guess they, they, they could have made the mistake of pulling from the 2007 concert that they did in, in, uh, London, um, which is a great concert at all but you know i don't need old led zeppelin they just have like the, again it's like the psychedelic overlay to some concert uh clips interjected with the song and some album art i think it does it does a good job right like it, it's it, it's good it's not just like let's take a monsters clip here and there um it, 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 i think they i think they handled it appropriately as well, i'll, I'll give them it. credit for not putting it on an old tv screen for a correct change. yeah <laughs> seriously like no seriously dude shit. yeah <laughs> It works well with the lighting, the play field art, and all that. That integrates well. Again, yeah. like the LE, like it's probably the best in terms of um, sort of like the the entire integration of the the color scheme and stuff. But it feels like an acid trip when you're watching it, right? Correct. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the vibe. It's definitely it's definitely like a psychedelic vibe with the lights and and and, and everything else. Yeah, I, I don't love like the animations when like the blimp or the the zeppelin comes across. I don't the tour multi ball. It's kind of chintzy. It's, those aren't great. Yeah. yeah, those they're not bad, but they're not great. Yeah. Um, I, I know what you're saying like they they could have that could have been better. Um, I like the electro magic like overlay like that again goes with um the the spinner mm-hmm. um meter like that arts better or integrates with like the psychedelic vibe to it yeah they could have maybe done the zeppelin with some psychedelic stuff if that's what they're going for yeah, in, yeah. in the color scheme mm-hmm. so yeah yeah for that it's just a little and the, and the plane taking off it's sort of like yeah yeah all right <laughs> it's like, it's not like, not as cool as i know you guys could do but yeah. you, you got the job done i guess yeah it, it, it explains what you're doing but i you know stylistically artistically i think it could be better executed uh, all right we were getting into gameplay i was talking about you know the layout um, Steve Ritchie's greatest hits. It's got the the right orbit that kind of goes up into the saucer like he likes to do. It's got the the far left saucer like you've seen on you know Star Trek and No Fear and everything else. The plunge is like T uh, two where it comes out and fires into some targets. Except this is likes to fire him right into the outline. Like I hate that's a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> Doesn't happen on my game. Can't stand it. Doesn't happen yeah. on my game. Again, it's one of those things where if you set it up right, right. it's not going to happen. It's not an but issue. If you're going to play it on location or play it in a tournament. I mean, I can play this game for like 45 minutes straight. Yeah. 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 It's but not an issue. It's a, it's a bad idea. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not. No, it's not like Star Wars. Where Here's the difference between the geometry on Star Wars and what they did there. That is coming, firing directly back at you at like a high speed because it, the angle is just perfect for a dream. Whereas like, Getting the skill shot on uh, Led Zeppelin, it's a, it's a real skill shot, first of all. And again, on my game, that's listen. I would call it out. It's not like I'm like they're not even a fucking sponsor. Like I don't get. I, I you want to hear me complain about Stern, everybody? Here's here's the unenviable position I'm in. I I, I I I shed on the game last time because I had a terrible impression. This is also back in. You got to remember back in January, I thought this game would be good and I would like it. And I was like, just wait, just wait. It's going to be good. And I was disappointed because I had a bad experience. And it was doing that on the K location game, no doubt. Um, so I, I pissed off the Stern people, but I had all the people in our discord and stuff that love to hate on Stern, which there's, there, there are people that love to shit on it, no doubt. And now I've pissed off the people in our discord who love to shit on Stern where all of a sudden I'm saying it's good. So everybody <laughs> fucking hates me just like the world and the world's world's right. Uh, but yeah, that's again, I know what Kevin's saying. I said the same thing. 
It's not doing it on my. Yeah. It's fine. My game is set up, to, and it's playing the way it's meant to be played. Um, that's not good. An, I look forward not to playing. An, not, an, not an issue. On the two yeah. games I played, though, it happened to me, and it pissed me off. So sure, understandable. <laughs> it's a thing that can happen. So I don't. I don't. Is there a ball save? Will it yeah, oh yeah, save? oh okay. yeah. Like yeah, they've got it coded in. Like if it happens like a couple times, you're still gonna get back. It's not like you. It happens once that uses your ball save and you don't get one. It, it will give you. It recognizes what's going on. That's good. <laughs> um, other things about the layout. Uh, so on the pro, to me, it just seems like they packed a bunch it's of not shots. A, will annoys if if the game sucks on every location. He we played it in a pizza shop where the game wasn't set up right. That's Kevin's experience yeah. of playing a game on location. So I mean, you play Hobbit on location, and it plays like garbage most of the yeah. time, too. Yeah, if game sucks on game every location, that's hyperbole. It was one location where it sucked, yeah. yeah. And we talked about that, so <laughs> the game's... Dude, if you fucking think Steve Ritchie, and I said this in January, put out a game that doesn't work like right now, then you're out of your mind. Like, this game is like butter. Except Star Wars. Except Star Wars skill shot. <laughs> Star Wars skill shot is garbage. It's a, I don't like it's, the layout on Star Wars at all. All right, fair, fair <laughs> enough. But the, the, the skill shot is just like... I'll stand by that. Like, what the fuck is going on in that game? All right. Uh, hey, Mark. It's Mark. Mark, we got some work for you, buddy. Right ramp is bad. What's I don't know. Like, this guy's just spamming things. The little little turnaround ramp. I don't, oh, on Led's up? Yeah. Again, I don't have an issue, but anyways. Yeah, I don't find it to be super satisfying, but not every shot always is. All right, we're, um, we're getting off. Where are we on gameplay? The, yeah, about? gameplay. Okay. So left side of the game is packed with shots. Right side of the game, not so much. It's like from center left. It's like there's tons to do, and they're all pretty narrow. Uh, and then it, right, you got like the turnaround ramp, and then an orbit, and that's it, right? What's Am that? I missing say, something? Say it again. The, the playfield layout. We could actually look at the, the yeah. screenshots. So I was reading Lord <laughs> of the Ring Breath. I know he owns one. I see him on uh, on pit side, and he's yeah. a good player. He knows what he's talking about. Oh yeah, he also had the the bank of targets over here on the right. Um, okay, so you got drop targets. Um, the the zap are drop targets. Yeah. I think on all models. Yeah. Yeah. So it just I don't know. To me, it seems like it's it's it's. There's nothing interesting about this layout to me. It's it's, it's Steve Ritchie's greatest hits, uh, and then it, when the the if you're playing the pro, there's not a lot to sh- not, there's a lot to shoot, but there's like not a lot of interesting things to do. Like the the blimp doesn't even hold the ball for a ball log. Like like give me some give me something cool, right? There's, there's nothing on this game aside from maybe the electric magic spinner um, strikes me as particularly interesting or, or or unique or cool. It shoots fine. But there's nothing that where I'm like, oh wow, that's neat and different. Yeah. All right. Um, Chris has asked me a question, so let's let's come back to that. Okay. All right. So Chris wants me to say something bad about Chris Printer wants me to say something bad about what I don't like, and we'll, we can get to that. That's fine. Electric magic. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kevin's like, look, there's nothing interesting in the layout, and that's. You you yourself have called this an unremarkable game. Yes, it's unremarkable, and that there's nothing like the layout is like almost all shots that we've seen before, or played before, or shot before. But I mean, like this is what we're getting from somebody who's been making games for forty years, right? They know what what works. This is not like this game doesn't shoot exactly like any other game I've played, but there's shots that are reminiscent. So you got like the right orbit shot that locks and changes the song. That's like ACDC straight up. That's right. exactly the same shot, yep. although it is farther back and it is it is tight. It's it's a yeah, it's, it's actually. Tight. It's actually a tough shot. Like it's it's interesting when you put a shot far back there. Mm-hmm. That's a difficult shot, and I like it. And I appreciate it. The left ejects a difficult shot. We've seen that before from Steve Ritchie. Um, but all these shots work. I think sometimes you you, you might see criticisms, or, or or it's worth talking about that the um, upper shot to the uh, ramp. I, did you talk about that? Yeah, Not yet, but I was getting there. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's a tight, difficult shot. 
but it is extremely fucking satisfying. Like when you hit it, the ball like does this complete like 180 and comes back like through the ramp. It is it is extremely satisfying. It's not a super crucial shot either. So you, it's like when you're missing, you're probably hitting the zap targets, which is making progress towards other things. So you're hitting stuff. Um, I like it. Like, and it's the kind of shot where it's not a gimme Steve Ritchie, like I can hit this ramp. Like I'm glad it's a tough shot that only happens a few times a game. It's the kind of shot, it's like the snick target. You're probably not going to hit it by accident. You really got to say, okay, I need to hit the shot. I want to hit the shot. And when you nail it, and, and when you're doing that, you're probably going to hit it more. And when you nail it, it's super satisfying. So I'll, I'll give an example of when a shot like that doesn't work, which is the dialed-in shot. I, the dialed-in in, in SIM card shot, it's kind of broken in my opinion. Um, I think it's. I think when you take off the um, Cliffy protectors, it's fine. When yeah. when, when Steve when, uh, Pat Lawler was designing dialed in, it worked. But when you add the Cliffy protectors, it doesn't work. And that shot, even when you make it, I'm never. It doesn't feel satisfying. I'm like maybe it's a relief or it trickles in. That's not the case with this. This is a great shot. I'm glad he put in kind of this, this difficult shot. And there's rules that go along to it because it will start the the super spinner super modes. It expends. It, it extends the timer on the game as well. So yeah, I love that shot. Um, I love the layout. Again, I said this. This is this is my personal preference. I I like open layouts. I like when shots tend to be farther back. That doesn't mean I don't like an interesting layout. Interesting is a dicey thing, right? I, like Spooky is making interesting layouts, but oftentimes they don't work, like or they don't feel good, or there's shots that don't work. Um, I'll say it right now. I'd rather shoot this game than uh, Guns and Roses. I, I find the shots more satisfying when I get the flow going and hit shots. They all feel really fucking good and satisfying and but that's steve ritchie man and um i've owned a number of steve ritchie games and i've sold them i've uh i've had i mean we can go back to uh high speed um i, I babysat a, a getaway uh my first steve ritchie was acdc pro then i bought the premium um and i was selling these games at the time because i only had space for a few games and i was getting the newest and greatest um i, I respect those games i like them i had a star trek so like I I like Steve Ritchie games. It's just I couldn't find one that was a keeper, and this seems like it it's doing the things. And I think it, it it's because I like the shots, but the the rules are what work with it. Whereas like the rules in Star Trek got boring and samey. Yeah. Um, a possible thing, Chris, that could potentially put me in the things I don't like category, but are saved by the rules in the game and work is that, um, and this applies to Steve Ritchie games like this. Steve Ritchie games are very flowy, and shots can feel almost like an autopilot. Man, you can just get into that flow where you're not thinking it, and man, that's a great feeling. You're almost like mesmerized. You're almost in like a trance hitting things, um, and it can become safe. And sometimes I like games that are are dangerous or like you got to be like nudging fast. You know, um, sometimes that can get boring after a while when you get these shots mechanically down. But it works on this game because of the rules, and we'll, we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, I think Steve Ritchie delivered. This is, I, I finally have like a longer playing flowy Steve Ritchie game and I struggled with the shots at first. They're kind of, some are kind of tight, but I found where to hit up. You got the backhandable shots and it's great and it's fun. So there you go. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to take the upper, uh, flipper ramp shot to task because I feel like it's a garbage shot. Um, we played for two hours and I think it got hit once or twice among all of us. Um, whereas like Rick and Morty. If you're going to critique the left ramp, we were hitting that a bunch. And then I saw Martha do this awesome combo. It was left ramp, inner orbit, outer orbit on on Rick and Morty. And to me, that's super satisfying versus like occasionally maybe getting an upper flipper shot if you nail it perfectly. But most of the time it's going to uh, jank out of there and and rattle out 
I would almost rather have the the stand up target in that point in that case, you know, on the I, pro. I thought that, and again, mine mine set up, and once you spend some time with the game, you'll you'll. I I feel like you would change your mind a little bit. I don't think you want to, but I think you 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 would admit that. Um, look, it's it's if you ask me right now, would I rather have a shot like he's got on, let's say Star Trek, right? Because it's that kind of shot. The, yeah, the upper easily yeah. makeable. You yeah. can do it all day. Well. The other shots are are I want to say necessarily easy, but they're that can hit them like the center ramp is like an easy gimme shot. I'm glad that there is a shot in the game which is challenging, but also highly satisfying to to hit, but is also not crucial to the game. Like I don't need to. It's not like I can't. It, this would be annoying if like I. It, it's such a crucial shot that I can't. I'm stuck in a part of the game, right? Or yeah. it's holding me back. Mm-hmm. Then, then I would say, listen, this game, this shot is way too difficult um, versus how crucial it is to make. It's a, it's a rewarding shot. Again, it does the timers, it's the super modes, but you don't need to hit it. Okay, fair. I'll give you that. But I and to have one shot in the game that's like tight, like I mean, yeah. Ghostbusters had a shot like that, which mm-hmm. is is the right ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like it's it, 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 it's not like satisfying like this is like nailing it, but you know, it didn't ruin anything most of the time not hitting that shot, right? right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Gem shot can hold you back. And it, 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 I agree. You know that shot is tough, but once you you learn your game, you'll 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 learn it. But I'm just thinking from uh, just the strictly mechanical shooting the shooting the shot feel. That ramp doesn't do it for me. And I think in in Steve Ritchie, it's it's a you know he's known for his great design, great shots, and that to me was a letdown. I thought it was at first, but I I don't I think he knows what he's doing now. I'm gonna say. That is, that is a ridiculously tight turnaround shot that is, is it feels like amazing and, and all the all the shots in that game feel amazing so okay uh, there's a lot of agree- agreeing to disagree on this game yeah uh, rules uh, again you're the you know the rules uh, a lot more than I do to me uh, you know my experience with it is um, you know try to try to stack the modes in the multi balls um, I didn't really get into doing the all the multipliers. I know there's like some crazy multiplier stuff yeah. you can do on this game. And you say there's a lot there's a lot of multi balls too, right? Yeah. So what, what's hilarious is that if if um this this go, works both ways, guys. So if you've got a um if you're a Jersey Jack Guns N' Roses fan, and you've got somebody giving you shit for the amount of multi balls that game has, and they like Led Zeppelin or Owen, you own the game. You tell them to go fuck themselves and actually spend some time with their game or learn how to play the game. Because this game has as many multi-balls. Like, you're in multi-ball like 75% of the time if you know what you're doing and how to play. Um, just like Guns N' Roses. Like, these are, this is where these games are similar, right? Like, they're, 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 they're different in the layout. One's really open, one's more packed. But they're the same in terms of uh, multi-balls. Multi-ball, heavy game. And it makes sense in the rules because... To get to the wizard mode, you've got to get 10 platinum records on 10 songs, which means you've got to play all the songs. There's 10 songs in the game, but it's like 40 minutes of music. So this is a long playing game. Like, buck, buckle up. Uh, again, Chris the Pinterm, this is not a game. This is a game you got to caution. If you don't like games that have a lot of multi-balls in it, and you don't like long playing games, then this is not the game for you. Um, this is not the game that you're like, I'm going to go play a quick game of pinball. You want a budget like... Do I have 45 minutes? Because if I have a good game, do I have an hour? Because if you have a good game, you're going to do that. You know, you want to play an Iron Man or something, right? So you got to consider that. If this is like your first pinball machine, your only game, I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a good fit. You got to decide for yourself because I like games sometimes where I can just play for five or 10 minutes and then move on or play, you know, number of games in that time span. So in my collection, it works. I love it. It works for the rules, but I just want to put that out there. 
All right. Um, I think the rules are fantastic. I think this is like, I don't know if this is a fair comparison, but I want to say this is like ACDC 2.0. Okay. Um, I think it's better. Like, this is like, I always thought like maybe I own ACDC again, but this like satisfies like that for me. So um, you have things in there where like you're starting tours and you can pick when you start a tour. Do you want to, you hit like the left eject. Do you want to go on, you want to hit like 70 spins to qualify that multi-ball? Do you yep. want to hit six ramps? You can mix and match. So it's always feeling a little bit different. The game's open-ended. This is why I like about two as well. You know, the songs you pick, the arrows move a little bit differently. Um, what's kind of cool is that the arrows move in different portions of the song that you're in. Right. And they'll actually flash right to let you know like when the song is changing the chorus or verse or whatever. Again, that's cool. When you're in a guitar solo, um, only like the center ramp is lit, which I thought was cool and creative. Like you just like when that it feels great. Um, that's that's clever. Um, and you know just by the audio cue, okay, here comes a guitar solo, center ramp. Uh, I, I like that kind of stuff in the game. Um, you know, you've got like the, uh, the, the Zeppelin multi-ball. So you're kind of always in multi-ball. You've got the electric spinner multi-ball. Um, but it's open-ended in that like you don't have to change the song. You can try, like the, the songs become worth more as you get collected more records. You can still stay in the song and try to get more points or you can move on and try to move to like one of the, like, I would say many wizard modes. There's, there's like a wizard mode for getting, um, five gold records out of five songs. Then there's another wizard, mini wizard mode for getting five gold records out of 10 songs. Then there's a mini wizard mode for going through all the tours. Um, I probably, I probably forgot. There's probably another one, right? Like, so there's, then you got the main wizard mode. So like, there's, there's a lot going on in the game, but what's cool is that like, you can play it a little, it feels a little different every time, right? It's the same things. You're hitting shots, but you're, you're not feeling like you're trapped behind the, the, the same experience necessarily where this game would suck is if it didn't have, I would say multipliers. Um, and I think this is why, you know, eventually I got rid of, um, um, Star Trek. Like it was fun to shoot. The theme's fine. But with a game like Star Trek, I was having longer playing games, and I always felt like I've got it's a Star Trek's a mode based game. I always felt like I was getting to the same point, right? Playing the same modes, hearing the same call, same time. My score always was the same because there's really no multipliers, and I know there's like a double thing eventually, but it always felt samey. Um, because you have multipliers in the game, you're always playing for maybe maybe this is the song that I really blow up, or now I've got it set up where I've got it, like a really high multiplier. So now the heat is on. I've got like 20 seconds. Let's hit those shots. Let's start this multi-ball. It, it always feels a little differently. I don't know what I'm going to get. You know, Guns N' Roses does a fantastic job of like a – that has like a push-your-luck mechanic versus multipliers where you're, you're building up a jackpot. Do you want to cash out or keep on going? That's the same as Crank It Up. This game uses the mechanic of multipliers, you know, getting your multipliers built up. Now do I start the song? Now the pressure's on and timing. I think both work and both are great. I'm glad that they use different mechanics. I like them both. I, I don't know which one I like better per se, but – I'm glad they're both different because they both work. They're both fun and they keep the games fresh. I'm sure like pushing your luck on a song in Guns N' Roses keeps things fresh or, 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 or where you do or how you do it. Yeah, it's all that risk reward, right? There's there's so much baked into that game. It's not only like, do I want to keep going in the song? But before you start the song, do I want to play all four of my booster multiballs to increase the value? Do I want to uh, collect all these patches that are going to help me score higher in my songs? Do I want to... Lock all six balls before I do it. I want to just get into it. You know, there's but it's, all this yeah, it, into it's, it. It's some of that. It's, it's yeah. got that element which keeps it fresh. Right. And, and, th- and I think that's what the rules are really good for this. And I really like it. So good job to, um, to Tim and, and uh, Raymond. I, I think you guys are kind of crushing it there. And, and that's why this game is like a keeper. And we're all there. You know, I mean, Steve delivered on a good layout. 
but if the rules aren't there, then, then what do you've got? And, and I think it, it hits on both. So I'm happy with it. We'll keep my interest. Again, it's a longer playing game, heavy multi-ball. Um, so it's Guns N' Roses. you got to decide if that works for you or not. But So to me, it seems like more of a, like a tournament player's game. Does that make sense? Like like it's it's geared towards somebody that's like really focused on score and multipliers and things like less less experience, more more score. I don't know. That's kind of like the rule structure strikes me that way. Maybe. I mean I don't I don't maybe I, I don't know to be honest. Like yeah. well, I asked you asking about chopping wood. Why doesn't yeah. that feel like chopping wood? Because like I'm not just like, oh I hit this shot and it's worth X amount of points and I'm always feeling like I'm doing the same or I'm stuck in a mode, right? Yeah. I'm trying to get to that next mode. It's like no, pick whatever song you want to start with. You know, move the song up, change the tours around. Um, if you want to play the game where you're just trying to hit the shots and get through it and progress through wizard mode, fine. If you want to try to set it up, so um, we can talk about multipliers the way they work. So there's um, four target banks in the game, which represents the four band members, and this game is like heavy on combos. So if you start hitting combos, um, the more combos you have built up, and then if like let's say I've got four combos in a row, and then I then I hit the uh, rock targets, well because I've built up four combos, it then assigns a certain value to I forget what bandmate it is, but whatever bandmate is associated with the rock targets, right? And that assigns a value to it, and then the zep targets are assigned to uh, another band member, and the lead are assigned lead are assigned to another band member, and then you've got the ball same to assign to another band member. So it's like if you want to play it where you're just sort of like hitting shots and they're the lit combo shots. They're not always the same as the um, mode shots or the song shots, right? You can you can try to build up a combo and assign it to a bank. So you've kind of you're setting the table up, right, for a score. And then you're like, okay, now I can put maybe I'm going to start Icarus and now I've got like a twenty. You know, I, I think my highest is like eleven X, which is not that high, but now I've got eleven X going. Like now maybe I start this multi ball or maybe I focus on the song shots. So that's where it gets interesting. So again, this is the open play style. Do I want to risk building it up and setting the table or do I maybe want to play it safe and just hit the shots and let things naturally happen and try to get to a wizard mode. It's that open-ended nature to playing it. So yeah, a tournament player might play the game a certain way and try to maximize that. But then you've got the danger of you're leaving the safe song shots, you know, safe in quotes where you're hitting ramps. And now that's requiring you to hit a target bank, right? To lock that value in there. There's also an action button where you can hit it and it will automatically assign it to one of them. Right. So I don't know. It's, it's, the rules are great. The rules are better than ACDC, in my opinion. So, again, I, if you're listening to this and you're wondering about the game, I feel like if you like ACDC, you think it's a fun game. That means you like Steve Ritchie um, um, games. I think the toy's better than this. I think the layout's better than this, in, in my opinion. I think the rules are better, in my opinion. You know, ACDC lacked in uh, they didn't have a mini wizard mode. Oh, I think yeah. that really helped. You need something yes. along the way that's achievable. This has a number of mini wizard modes. Yeah. It even has a top-of-the-charts um, challenge that you can do by holding down both flippers okay so you Certainly can play doing that yeah you can play a challenge mode where you got to get through all the songs um and, and it times you how fast you can do it and stuff so yeah yeah i, like yeah. I, I like they, they did i love the rules i love the game so all right uh last ability how, how long do you do this stand i i I like I, I've always wanted a Steve Ritchie. I mean, I'm a sucker for Steve Ritchie games, but they've always left for various reasons. I mean, again, ACDC kind of left because it was time to move on and I had limited space. Um, but I also think I pointed out a flaw in thinking about this game versus ACDC is that they needed maybe more so more midpoints or wizard mm-hmm. modes. Yeah. Um, I like I like the multiplier rules better than the canon and stuff like that. Um, I like the layout better. So. Uh, I think this is my, until he makes a better game or something, this is like my Steve Ritchie longer playing flow game. I don't generally like longer playing games, yep. you know? Um, so I think that's saying a lot. 
I think it's great, man. I, I love having in my collection. Right next to it is Black Knight sort of rage. So when I want a quick ass kicker, it's like two very different experiences. It's, it's funny. It's kind of it's crazy. The same designer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I um man, I, I, I love this game. I'm really I'm I'm super happy I, I bought it. I I don't have any last ability for me because I'm not gonna buy it. So there you go. There you no go. no last ability. All right, let's give this thing a score. That's everybody's just gonna skip to the end and see what what score we gave My it. My highest play field X is I think is only eleven point three, but I don't really I, I should I'll start playing the game where I start focusing on it and seeing I can do it. I think maybe um Maybe an argument for the pro is that it might be easier to focus on doing the playfield X. Because there's nothing getting in the way. Yeah, because when you start trying to assign to the bank, you've got to hit some of the targets that might bring it up. So um, it might be easier to focus on it. Um, plus, you have nothing else to do with that spinner, so you might as well yep. enjoy the rules. I mean, the rules are at least good so that you can enjoy the pro. You yep. know, at least, like, you've got that. So, All right, let's, get, let's give it some, uh, some ratings here. We'll give you our... Uh, where's my interact? See, Lord of the Ring breaths. Last ability for me is off the charts. He says, um, hold on. Um, I've put 1,300 games on my premium and not tired of it yet. I, I can see myself feeling the same way. And listen, I know he's a good player. I mean, he's a good tournament player. He came to, he traveled, was he in Alabama? He traveled to, I think uh, so, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, there you go, like man. A tournament player, though, versus, you know, experience. Yeah, I think, well. Even he said he's, he's got casual players that don't really like Zeppelin. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Right here interesting i wonder why i i I would my guess would have been that they like it because you should be able to have longer ball times on it it's playing zeppelin music yeah that's that's interesting i don't know that's interesting yeah oh yeah maybe maybe there's something to be said about that kev i don't know all right so this is our our score chart uh zero to two is a burn it three to five is expensive nightlight six to eight solid game Nine to ten, get your wallets out. Well, Nick oh, I want to, yeah, I wanna, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. All right. Well, let me just say, let me go back to Chris's question. So, well, let me say some negatives. One, um, as much as I like the spinner, mine is it broke the second day. I adjusted it with pliers, which I'm not comfortable fucking around with things like this. And I put some super lube. It worked for a week, and last night I'm playing it, and it fucking broke again. And I tried adjusting again, and couldn't get it to work. So, that's that's annoying, man. Yeah. Um. You know, things are so messed up in pinball right now that I'm like, at least it's not chipping. They they found a way to make like these other problems like not as bad because like I know this is fixable and, and eventually I know Zach will take care of me at flipping out where I got the game from. But that's annoying. That that pissed me off. I also got a, a node board issue where some people are saying I've got to unsolder all the GI backboard oh, light Jesus. sockets or take a multimeter. I'm like, fuck, dude. Can I just get a game that? It doesn't have an issue. So there you go. I mean, that has nothing to do with the actual gameplay and, and that we review on, but that was an annoying experience. I'm annoyed by that. It's frustrating. Um, the other thing is, like, again, we can't talk about this without talking about Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses has, what, 21 songs in it. This game has 10. The amount of songs in it feels fine. It didn't feel as bad as I thought it would be because of the way the rules work. And somebody's like, well, it couldn't have more than 10 because of the rules. Well, it's like, yeah, you could put 20 songs in it and just make the rules a little different. Like, So I, I feel like Led Zeppelin has a great catalog. I would like to have seen more songs in there. I think that, come on, you, you, you could put more than 10 songs in there and figure out how to do the rules. It's very possible, um, especially when Guns N' Roses is doing 21. I think the days of Stern putting out games of 10 songs needs to be over as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm sure so it's there you go, Chris. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I gave you something. I, I tried. All right, we'll put a number on it. Uh, it's a nine, easy. I got my wallet out. Um, I love the game. It's everything I like wanted, like a Richie pin. Um, out of all the music pins out there, like I'm not like a Led Zeppelin fan per se, but I'm not a fan per se of nat- a natural fan of any of the band options that are out there. But 
this one I'm most drawn to. And I, I've been having a blast. I'm, I'm bummed right now because my spinner's fucked up and I just want to play more. It's a five for me. Put it in the expensive. Well, we should like also category. we should also talk about pro or premium because I got a different for that. Yeah. What it is? Doesn't matter. It's five. Me. It's a five. Kevin Kevin is so fucking wrong. But I just he's entitled to his I, wrong. There's opinion. nothing nothing appealing about this game to me in the least. I have no, no draw to play this game at all. Um. Yeah. Expensive night like I, I would five. I would give the uh, pro a six. Okay. That's, and, a, that's uh, a big difference. I th- I I I don't like the uh, album artwork that they have. I think it's ugly. I wouldn't want that in my game. Again, that's that's highly subjective. I mean, if you're a Led Zeppelin fan, you probably are like, dude, that's my favorite album. I want yeah, that. There's somebody fine. in chat that said their pro is their favorite earlier. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, and that's not saying like, oh my god, the Electric Magic Spinner is you know automatically it's such a good toy. It puts it three points higher. But it's it's that it's the expression lighting system. It's just like I feel like. Going from a premium and LE to a pro, I I definitely feel the uh, what I'm missing out on. It's just it, to me, I do. To me, I do. To me, that game's a the the pros a six, and that's not to say you can't have a lot of fun with it because I think the rules are fantastic. But um, I I feel the difference in that game more than most games. <laughs> Saul gives it a four point eight seven. There yeah, you go. It's accurate. <laughs> he probably is. He probably is right. That's probably what it is on pin side for him. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Brody Even Talk Pinball. Um, so if you haven't yet, you can follow us on social media. You got all the stuff at the bottom of the screen. We're on Twitter. Look at Instagram. There you go. There's Mark Silk. The 10 for me. He loves them voices in that machine there. <laughs> it's probably him. Is it? Mark, is that you doing the voices? Please tell me it's you doing the voices because somebody's, dude, somebody said it's a fake British accent. Please tell me it's you, Mark. Please fucking tell me it's you so that I can just laugh at that guy. Even lie to me if you want to. We got Rod gave us a 10 for the episode. So there you go. All right. Well, there's a lot of Rod. Do you like the yelling? (laughs) Yeah. If you like yelling and you missed the beginning, can't wait for the the YouTube comments. There you go. Bring them on down below. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. That's not Facebook. Uh, He's probably doesn't like Uh, YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) You join our discord, discord.gg slash Buffalo pinball. You can, you can tell Nick you love Zeppelin or don't love Zeppelin. Either, Either way you can do it there. You can review us on your favorite podcast platform. It's a great way to, to provide some feedback and help us get found by other people. You can support us by uh, subscribing to us right here on Twitch, throwing us some bits, using your Twitch Prime yeah. uh, sub with us every month. It's a no extra charge for you if you got Amazon Prime. Support us. And uh, we'll keep doing it. If you got something you want to say, uh, email us at talkpinball at gmail.com. Don't forget, send us a uh, uh, voicemail. Ask us a 30-second or less question, and we'll put you in the running to enter Just Pinball from uh, Christian. Can we get a signed copy from Greg Pavarelli? Ooh, I hope so. Maybe, maybe, like and, a heart? Like a, and, and P. Oh, P. Yeah, you got to get P on the cover. He's, a, he's the cover boy. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So there you go. Thank you, Nuovad, for the for the bits. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, until next time. See ya. Play some pinball.